Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Let's get into this, man. Oh. Yes. Another moment in history has happened. Yes. <laughs> love, love, love. love. And they can Can I get some interview questions now? <laughs> Yo, I, I mean that's you know what the best what part are of the top is? three questions that you guys learned <laughs> from Diddy, aka Sean Puffy Combs, aka Love this weekend at Art Basel. Ian, before 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 we do that, before we do that. It's just, I mean, these things are happening in real time. And so, like, we're, like we're living it, right? But I mm -hmm. always wonder how people are viewing it. And so, like, seeing the feedback, it's just like, yo, this is incredible. Like, I imagine people watching us from the dining room to this point and, like, saying these names consistently and, like, yo, we're going to keep saying their names so they sit in here and you're going to keep saying their names so we're in the same rooms. And now it's like, we here. And y'all here it's with us. It's a key lesson to speak into existence what you want in life. Love. I, I hit y'all this weekend. Like, I'm proud. Like, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, podcasts been around. I've been listening. I'm like, yo, the, the run y'all been on and getting this. I don't know what the conversation was, but I know when both y'all get to smiling and the drinks get to pouring. <laughs> Miles are tough. Miles are tough. 
<clears throat> no way out three featuring Rashad and Troy coming next year. <laughs> Murder uh, beats will be doing. Let, let me get one track on there. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's amazing like to see the maturation and uh, you know, even with me calling out meta and going back to the office and going back this week, but to see y'all do what y'all doing with Diddy and the love from there, no pun intended, be there from him. And seeing y'all cook on revolt, it was like 2023 gonna be crazy. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. I appreciate that, man. We definitely, we're going to tell that story. We'll, we'll, we'll save that for the end because that's definitely a good story to tell. Yes. But um, shout out to Diddy, first and foremost. Shout out to Lou Tucker. Powered by Lou Tucker. Lou Tucker, <laughs> a legend himself. Shout out to Lou Tucker. Shout out to Tariq. Shout out to Dion. Shout out to the whole team over there, man. You know, um, it's just, it's just interesting. Everybody has different perspectives on situations. But, you know, we've been dealing with revolt for two years now and um all i've seen is good business we've never had an issue all i've seen is um a black staff mm -hmm. all black staff um so i don't know i can only go by you know my own personal experiences our own personal experiences but it's been it's been a it's been a vibe um and uh you know diddy def hold on let me see they said my mic is low Twenty twenty three. I'm getting all audio master. Go. I, I need an engineer on set. Auden, somebody. Uh, Yo, you seen that? That was like a, a pit stop right there. How's it sound now? How how my mic sound now? A little, a little bit better. Well, I'm a, we probably. Well, I, I will say the name. I'll send some cables that way, or try to text you. All right. The the go joints. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm make sure we, we you know we we got to be on no way out tour next year. <laughs> Gotta get these vocals right. No, we definitely do. That's something I, you know, been talking about that for 24 months. So hopefully we can we can get that right. But I'll tell this story later on. But I want to I want to get the show started because there's a lot to cover. Um, mm -hmm. so first and foremost, thank you to uh, Ally United Masters. Um, it was a really uh, dope event that we had at Art Basel, and um, a really dope experience. And that was really really um dope, man. Like interviewing Timberland. Timberland's all the way tapped in. Um, Absolutely, yeah, good brother. Super, super dope dude talking about you know the uh, Thriller IPO and how him and Swiss are um, they have more stock in the company than anybody else, and the reason why he sold his catalog and the reason why they sold verses and equity plays and valuations and just really really interesting conversation that we had with him. So. That our Basel event was really, really legendary situation. We had Ronnie Brown come. We had panels all day. We had a surprise performance from Pusha T. Um, so it was just, you know, it was one of them things, man, where it was just really, really dope, man. Highlight of our Basel for sure. So um, shout out to Ally. Shout out to United Masters. That was really, really dope experience for sure. Yeah. Shout, shout out to all the earners that was there. Yeah. There was a lot of that, a lot of love. A lot of people showed up. A lot of people, you know, came there with you know just the 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 mindset of like yo let's get some information and let's have some fun doing it and um you know we obviously the surprise performances but the information like timberland gave and we'll get into that later but it, it was powerful man i was it was one of those times where you sit back and you're doing an interview and you realize like yo this is really good like i'm just happy to be in this moment and um saturday night was one of those man so i'm, I'm glad everybody got to witness it and came and enjoyed himself had some food, had some drinks, and left and had a good time, man. Safety is always paramount. So, you know, anytime we have a successful event like that, 
uh, it's, it's always a great thing. So shout out to Ally, shout out to you. And all right, so we got one more major event. Um, the last event that we're gonna do for the year um, before, it's all, before it's all done. So we did MSG, we did Art Basel. And this Saturday, mm-hmm. we'll be at Howard University. Howard University on Saturday, free real estate expo all day. Shout out to MG, the mortgage guy. Shout out to, um, shout out to Julian Gordon will be in the building. Um, Charm City Buyers. And it's not just for Howard University students. It's actually for anybody. It's just at Howard University's campus, but it's for anybody and it's free, but you must RSVP. Go to our website or click the link in the description of this video, RSVP. Go to the website. It's under the uh, DC tab. Um, first come, first serve. Uh, it's at the theater. So you must RSVP. Get there early. It's going to be about four to five hours of programming. All about real estate, funding, uh, mm-hmm. credit, entrepreneurship. Sponsored by Chase. Shout out to Chase. Shout out to Chase. Um, so this is something that's going to be really, really dope. DMV. Everything, man. Everybody from Baltimore. Everybody from D.C., everybody from Virginia, pull up. Pull up on us uh, this Saturday, Howard University. What a way to end the year. The year, yes. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody that's going to be part of that. And, and the students. Shout out to all the students. I, I know a lot of people from HBU, they're they about to get out. Uh, along the way, we've been reading people like, wait, y'all, y'all, y'all coming to Howard? Yeah, I know some of the kids are going home. Some are like, wait, if y'all coming, I'm staying an extra weekend just so I can get some of this information. So shout out to the students at Howard as well. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. Um, so we will be rolling out the monthly investment situation. Group text. Group yeah. text that we have uh, this week. I know you guys, you know, can't wait to get it started. Congratulations to everybody that, that joined. There's still some more room if you want to join. Uh, description in this video, the uh, link in this video. But I just want you guys to be patient. This week, this week we'll start. We was traveling. Ian was traveling. So we back on schedule this week. So, um, and we'll probably be adding some stuff to it too because I have some ideas. So. This week, this week, we'll be having, you know, the communication starting to roll it out. So um, just bear with us and we're going we're gonna to get it, get it done this week. And then my last announcement before we get the show started, Earn Your Leisure, big episode for Earn Your Leisure. Tomorrow, we have Irv Gotti. Hey. Uh, Irv Gotti sold his catalog for $100 million. So we're talking about him selling his catalog. We talk about tales. We talk about all of this stuff. We do not talk about Ashanti. So, <laughs> that's, that's a all right, no cliffhanger there, y'all. Um, My lord. Gotti, and then for Revolt season finale, assets over liabilities. Big one. And we got Pinky Cole, owner of Slutty Vegan, and her fiance. My guy Dave from Big Dave Cheesesteaks. Um, Derek. Derek. My Derek. Derek from Big, Big Dave's Cheesesteaks. Um, and that's a dope power couple based in Atlanta. Uh, Derek's from Philly. She's from Baltimore. So that's a very good episode about both of their empires, about working together, about relationships, about trials and tribulations. So check that out on Revolt TV now and then on Revolt's YouTube channel on Wednesday. Amazing. Ian, announcements on your end? 
Yeah, I got a, quite a few. Um, so for everyone who joined the group investing deal, um, December 6th, the one winning trade will come out December 7th. The swing trade will come out. Morning insights will be on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, let's see, December 9th, the stocks to stay away from will come out, as well as the five stocks to add to your watch list. And the prices of what an exit will come out on a 10th. Um, join Stock Club. If you want to go to joinredpanda.com, the Stock Club calls will now be at 3 p.m. Central every Monday at the close of market. Um, kudos to Lena Waith and her team. I appreciate chatting with you guys. See you tomorrow. Um, Entrepreneur Magazine, have an interview with them tomorrow. So I'll be uh, telling more about that in the, in the next week or so. If you are in Houston, I will be on 97.9 The Box live on air with the team there. Um, talking about investing, planning for 2023 and how to get the bag next year. Uh, Wednesday, I will be in New York City for an interview with thestreet.com with me, Peter, JD, and Ross Mack. Um, back to the Stock Exchange Wednesday, and Peter and I have a webinar on December 13th at 7 p.m. And that Thursday, I will be back at Meta. Took my team to the Garden, New York Stock Exchange, and uh, to meet with hedge funds all in the three, four days. If that ain't legendary, I don't know what is. And if I've made you money, please put yes in chat. Let's get to the show. Let's have some fun. Ready yes, to run let's it do up. it. Let's do it. Yeah, shout, shout, shout out to Lena Wave. I, I didn't even know you was connecting with us. She actually reached out right before we went to London and we were going to try to connect and she wanted to uh, come check us out at InvestFest. So she's tapped in. I know we got access to liabilities. is one of the, you know, one of the pieces of merch that was selected for uh, the beginning of season two. So shout out to her for being super tapped in. And shout yeah. out to everybody at Ally, like we said before. Uh, we want to let you know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and our relentlessly focused on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Get with Ally so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we are all better off with an ally. Absolutely. Shout out to the good folks over there. And you know how this works, man. This is a disclaimer. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and which you rely upon whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. People continue to do the research, continue to share the research when it's great. Uh, and when you take the research, make sure you give the credit to the people who gave it to you. Yes. Well. Appreciate All right. So let's let's get into this. Let's get into this. Um, let's start off right right where the, the people want to know. What are the top 10 investment lessons of this year? Um, for me, um, defense, one pound of defense will save you 10,000 pounds of trouble. So I know we all want the gains, but the gains that we want are baked into defense first. So please write this down. In a worst case scenario, if your life was on the line and all your money went into one investment, whether it was a cryptocurrency, a person, a stock, token, derivative, what is the absolute rock bottom price that you should pay to get in for it? Um, number two, your risk to reward ratio, especially in a recession or depression, matters even more. So for me, even with uh, people that I hire, employ, work with, the minimum that I'm looking to receive in 2023 going forward is 11X. Secondly is 50X. Um, number three, regardless of what industry you're investing in, you have to look at the top four in that space and don't deviate. I know we want 
incredible gains to the upside. And sometimes we want to gamble in the space, but when the drawdown hits us and some companies are like down 85%, 90%, it's not fun to go through. Number four, please write this down. Please stick with your price process, no matter what anyone on earth tells you. Um, I remember when I was telling everyone 20,000 was coming in Bitcoin and, and what seemed like these crazy prices in Ethereum. And what if Michael Saylor's fund potentially went under? I don't want Mike's fund to go under, but it's at a level where I'm worried about margin could be called pretty soon if we have one more event that's pretty bad for him. Um, and the thing going back to making 11 for every dollar you put in or making 50 from 2023 to 2026. If you get 11 X, those returns may have to stretch out for you over a three or four year period. So you, I don't think we may be looking at for year over year returns. If you're not a seasoned investor, you may have to look to get gains over a two year period that'll last you for a one year that lasts you over three. Um, number four, always keep the investment in front of anything else and hunt for an edge in the market every day. Um, so in my walks on Wall Street and the New York Stock Exchange, Peter, thank you. Frankie, thank you. Everyone at Citadel, thank you. The one thing that I see amongst the traders that are really good, and there's a couple that I want to highlight in 2023. Um, I met a gentleman who, when he initially went to a hedge fund, only had three clients. He now has 30. Book a business at almost 300 million. I asked him, what is he doing? And I'm seeing him every time that I'm there. He's literally hunting for deals for everyone and finding one way to get better in the market every day, whether it's fundamentals, whether it's technical analysis, whether it's understanding arbitrage and how to bring deals together. Um, so hunt for one edge in the market every single day. Um, never give up on your macro research, even when in the face of all the noise on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, et cetera, um, that is telling you to deviate. Because anyone who's been a seasoned investor in more than four years felt in 2021, end of uh, top of 2022, that we were going to come down. And it may take a while for those things to come true. But here we are now. And those that play defense are in a, an amazing position to capitalize for the next year. And um, I'll go to number seven, then Troy, I'll come to you and then Rashad and I'll circle around my last three. But it is mandatory that you know how to trade swing trade and invest because if you can't generate capital while you're going down i don't know how you continue to invest in the market um a lot of my biases from the market comes from me being able to trade the futures market and be able being able to generate the um alpha on demand but trading also helps you allow to see when a market is going to turn over faster so like if you only long-term invest and never practice trading your entries won't be as sharp like you're cutting with the ax opposed to a scalpel. And even though you may be taking losses in your trades, it will help your long-term entries a hell of a lot better. And also being a long-term investor helps you see the trend of your trades a lot cleaner. The holidays always find a way to bring family together. Whether it's watching the game, baking cookies, holiday shopping, wrapping presents, or gathering around to listen to our favorite holiday music. It's all made more magical with an ice cold Coke. Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together. The office holiday party, your first time having dinner with the in-laws, or that small reunion because everyone's back in town for the holidays. Nothing says welcome home like Coca-Cola. 
Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. This is why you need both. And if you can trend trade, day trade, and long-term invest, you have a formula that will work for an eternity. So, but, but Troy, I wanted to come to you. Um, yeah, I think where you left off is probably where I was going to start because you, you, you kind of nailed a, a lot of the points. But I was going to say that that point of, yeah, long-term investing, and that's what we do, and it's what we preach. But I would say in 2022 was one of those times where it was like, all right, you're going to have to adjust your plan a little bit. Adjust the plan, Absolutely. all right? And so, like, you're going to have to, you may have to make some trades. And so it wasn't, even though it wasn't a lot, it was still an adjustment because I was so long-term, long-term. And when you, you're seeing your portfolio turn red a little bit and you're like, wait, nah, mm-hmm. there's still ways to make money in this, in this environment. And so it was like, all right, I've got to learn how to, you know, not even learn, but I have to actually execute on now trading. And the second part of it, so that was the first part. The second part was not falling in love with sectors. Yes. Right? And so everybody knows how much we love technology and everybody knows how much we love uh, consumer discretionary, but it was like, there's money in, to be made in these other sectors, right? Like we always say, if, if there's a recession somewhere or if there's a bull market somewhere or there's a bear market in another place and vice versa. And so it was like, all right, well, let's really lock in in some of these other sectors. Let's look at the top two or three and maybe one emerging. Like, I know we say yeah. that a lot. Let's look at the top two or three. But I always like that was one of the things I implemented was like, let me find one emerging. Let me see what's one that's emerging in some of these sectors. And so it made me a better like analyst right now. I can mm-hmm. see the game. I'm looking at the whole field, whereas I used to just look at a few pieces of the field like, all right, technology, good. Consumer discretionary, good. Consumer staples, pretty good. Healthcare is good. Oh, but 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 what what about over here? There's there's yeah. other stuff. Utilities. What about that? You know what I'm saying? And so having a wider range, looking at those top two, but trying to find one that you know this looks like it has some potential. I think that was one of those things too that over the course of the past twelve months, I've had to implement in my game plan. I love it. Shaw, what about you? You have two more you want to throw in? Um, as far as less lessons learned this year, yes. So I think that the lessons learned this year is um, never react off of FOMO. That's extremely important. That's a huge lesson. And even switching gears to the real estate market, I think that that's something that people learned. Um, you know, in the springtime when people were paying twenty thousand over asking and fifty thousand, and in Miami a hundred thousand dollars over asking. And then um, the market corrected itself. And now it's like, all right, if you paid $50,000 over asking because you thought that the market is going to keep going up, that's what that's the definition of FOMO, right? It's a Absolutely. fear of missing out. So it's like, all right, this house is only worth 500000 but they not, they're not going to sell it to me unless I give them 550000 so I would rather pay five hundred fifty thousand because I think in two months it's going to be worth six hundred thousand. Well, that's not really the best way to go about it. At all, you, you buy investments low and you sell high. This is the easiest thing. This is rule number one. It's like in boxing. The number one rule in boxing is protect yourself at all times. Mm-hmm. The number one rule in investing is buy low, sell high. This is extremely, this is probably the most difficult thing to, to master. Like you can have fundamentals, you can have all of this stuff. If you don't have emotional intelligence, you're not going to be able to be a good investor. You have to be able to wait. 
you have patience is probably the biggest virtue that you mm-hmm. can have in life. Yeah. Whenever, like you have to be a special person to just say, no, not right now. I'm going to wait <laughs> because mm-hmm. human nature is that you're going to feel like an idiot because you waiting and everybody's making money and you're not going to be able to live anywhere. And it's like, just chill out. Everything comes down. Everything yeah. comes down. Crypto comes down. Stocks come down. Real estate comes down. NFTs come down. Watch values come down. Everything comes down. Mm-hmm. You have to be patient enough to wait. And then when it comes down, you have to have enough courage to act. Because that's the second part of the situation. The second part of the situation is that when it actually does go down, human nature, nobody wants to buy at the bottom. Because mm-hmm. something is 50% off, and you're thinking it's going to zero. You yeah. see, you buy Bitcoin at, at 50000 but then when it gets to 15000 you're thinking this thing is going to 2000 I'm not, I'm not going to lose all my money. So you have to have enough courage to buy discounted investments and have enough fortitude to -hmm. stay in it for the long haul. So this was a good year because when we first started market Mondays during the pandemic, everything was going up. Everybody's making money. Everybody's trading options. Anything that you put money in is going up. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but now it's like, okay, who's going to survive the tough times? Who's going to have enough education and enough perseverance to patiently wait it out. Yep. And on the other side of the coin now in 10 years, 15 years, now this is the long game, right? So this is, this is what we're in right now. And it's extremely important to mm-hmm. go through these adversities because it makes you stronger, but it also makes you more intelligent. Very important. Yeah, which brings me to my final three lessons. Number one, the most important thing that you have to look at is the macroeconomic environment that we're in. I've given the indicator before, but there's an indicator that predicts recessions ahead of time. And when you pair pair that with quantitative easing, which is when the Federal Reserve prints money. So when a quantitative easing stops, when you tie that in with the indicator, it tells you when um, the market is going to slow down. The most important lesson that you've seen me struggle with um, and thank you for Peter for telling me this. And then um, two people who run a hedge fund that I talked to on exchange this past week. They said to stop being offended when people do not want to hear your advice. Your job is to make sure you, your family, and your friends get rich from what you know. And man, I tell you, that was fucking freeing. He's like, I know you want to save everybody. I know you do. But... Your job is to make sure sure that you first, your friends, and those with you, and Red Panda get rich. And whoever else listens, leave it at that. And this person is close to a billion dollars from trading. Um, Sometimes our emotions can be so big that we want to help people who are not ready to be helped or who have not put in the work to be beside you to get that help. So for all of you that watch Crypto 901, Stocktail Shorter, you like... For all of those of you, Aaron, P, Dom, Mac, Drew, who hearts are big, I have to allow you to also be free and make sure the number one rule is that you take care of yourself. 
Because at the end of the day, if you don't monetize for yourself, what good is it all? Um, and also too, from a business standpoint, I'll tell you personally, every time that someone said that I ranted or that I was wrong on a retail side, people hated it. But it made the hedge funds, institutions, actors and actresses and ballplayers tap in. I'm not ranting. There is education when I'm screaming and telling you certain things are coming. Um, but yeah, don't be offended. And also too, sometimes uh, when the world is telling you that you're wrong, the higher ups that are watching are listening to you. So stay the course. Shout out to Alvin at Meta, John Wren, Senior. Appreciate you, John Wren at Meta. Um, everybody at Citadel, GTS, Trade Moss, Morgan Stanley. Rebellion has begun. Diddy, no way out three. I need Troy and Shout on the intro. I'm telling y'all my love, plan. Love, uh, love, 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 love. Yes. Love. Shout out to love. L's, love. In the, L's in the air. Um, <laughs> love. Hit the like button and share. Please. Let's get to it. Please. Hit the like button and share. We have some very important information that we will talk about in a little bit, but we cannot talk about it unless there's 5,000 people in the chat. Please. Please. Um, let's go over Salesforce. Ooh, yes. Salesforce Baby. has had its worst two days in a long time. Uh, April 2020. It was down $10 today. Mm -hmm. It's... Um, which is currently not normal for a stock of that size. Yeah, 8% Friday. Currently at its 52-week low. Yeah. $132. Um, its 52-week high is $270. So that's more than 50% off from my backhanded math. That looks like around 60% off of its 52-week high. Yeah. 52-week high. Is Salesforce dead? Or is this a situation of investing low? Uh, well, for those who are loyal Market Mondays followers, y'all know that Salesforce was once a part of the portfolio. What, My, is, it, what is Salesforce? What it is, is the number one CRM, so Customer Relations Relation Management, Management Company yeah. in the world. A couple of things have happened. A couple of things have happened. When they were at a high in November, I think maybe December of twenty. 20, they were at $310. They made some acquisitions. One of the key ones obviously being Slack, which was 27 billion. Mm -hmm. A couple of things have happened. When, and when you do acquisitions, you, you, gotta, you, you gotta be ready for those type of, these type of things. Um, when they acquired Slack, the number one goal was to compete in that space or knock out the competition, which was Microsoft Teams. Mm -hmm. Microsoft Teams, has not fallen off. It has actually only gotten stronger. That has had not helped the, the acquisition of, of, of Slack. Uh, but a couple of things that people may not have been aware of, okay? So the last two weeks, they've had some key executives leave, right? Step yes. down or, or announce that they are leaving. Here is what makes it super interesting. So they acquired Slack for $27 billion, right? They acquired uh, Tableau, 
which was uh, another computer software company for $15 billion. And they, MuleSoft, which is another smaller company, they acquired for $6 billion. So since 2018, they've spent $50 billion Jesus in Christ. acquisitions. $50 billion. Over the past three weeks, three executives stepped down. Let me tell you where they are from, <laughs> okay? Salesforce CEO, Brett Taylor, stepped down. Stuart Butterfield, he is actually the president, or was the president of Slack. He was the CEO of Slack. There was another CEO who stepped down, and that was the CEO of Tableau. So the three CEOs of, two CEOs of the companies that you actually acquired have now stepped down. And the person who actually brokered the deal, Brett Taylor, who was a co-CEO of Salesforce, has also stepped down. That tells me or shows us a sign that this acquisition probably wasn't the best acquisition for the company at the time. Yep. On top of obviously what Microsoft Teams has done and how stronger Microsoft has become in that CRM space, it's a, it's a lot. It's a whirlwind of things that are, are transpiring for Salesforce at the same time, over time, but at the same time, it feels like right now. Do they still have a strong CEO? I believe so. Are they in a world of trouble right now? They're in some trouble, but are they going to be, are they a strong company? Yes. Is it the depth of them? Ian, I'm going to say no. Um, it goes back to the, one of the points that I always make when we are comparing a, a company head up. Is their management better? So if you have the three people that leave your company, this is like Russell, Lior, and Kevin Lyles back in the day leaving Def Jam. These are not small instances. And, and I've told you guys, what is the number that we have to, a CEOs that we need to see step down before we are in trouble and we head into a recession? This is three out of one company. Yeah. Go, number two, going back to that risk to reward ratio. So whenever I'm looking at a company and they're making all these wild acquisitions and they were needed, what is a return that you're expecting to get on these acquisitions? No one said anything. That's why I go back to that risk to reward. If you read Money Master the Game, Kyle Bass, you want a minimum risk one to make five. But once you factor in time, inflation, emotional discipline, or lack thereof, you really need 11x to taper down in worst case scenario to have 5x return on every dollar that you deploy. Number three, I read a stat that said based on the acquisitions that they've made recently and then price cutting, that the average time to return money for clients they've acquired over the last year and a half is 10 years. I'm no math major, but I don't know if you can run negative acquiring a customer to hope in year 11 that you make a profit off of them. Huge mistake. I do like Mark Benioff. He's one of my favorite CEOs. For those you know, you know he's one of uh, Tony Robbins' star students. Um, and worst case scenario, going back to worst case scenario planning, the price that I have that Salesforce could drop to is $60.41. My question every time I deploy a dollar is if my life and my son's life was on the line, would I buy it at this price? I wouldn't buy Salesforce at $133.93. I wouldn't touch it. It's down. And if we look, Going back to end of year, it hit a high of 311.75. So historically, yeah. for, the, for those of you that do your homework, even if you just do a quick Fibonacci retracement, we've already bled halfway through. Um, 
worst case scenario, we can push down into the 40s. Trading and investing has considerable risk. And going back to that top two, I know you are tired of me screaming at ad nauseum, but sometimes there are principles that last a lifetime that work. And that's more valuable than like new, sexy, sensational information. I like CRM, but I wouldn't buy it at this time. Wouldn't touch it. Yeah, I think they are now, if not tied or very close to being the worst performer on the Dow Jones for the year, down 47%. Yeah, they, them, them, them and Intel are really close to being the worst performers uh, on the Dow. And Shelly yeah. just put it, 50 CEOs have stepped down since last year. You think they're doing that because they just want to play 2K all day? We And I remember even when I said the housing market was going to come down, everyone's like, Ian doesn't know he's not. I'm like, bro. I am risking my entire career giving information in real time that people are confusing for hot takes. Yeah. You're going to keep seeing me at the exchange, boy. It's for a reason. It ain't because I'm cute. I'm going to look cute, though. You know what I'm saying? But it's because of these things. I'm. Please be careful. Please be yeah. careful. And a couple of other things, like the integration to Slack has been slower. People were obviously at home, right? So communicating through uh, a CRM made a lot of sense, but as people go back to work and as the integration process is still happening, um, the option, Microsoft Teams, looks like a better option right now. Will it be the long term? We'll see. Um, but they, they got a they gotta battle. And we have an honest sidebar. Go ahead. And I'm not drinking Smoothie King, it's alkaline water, <laughs> nigga spits. Um, and this ties to the FTX thing that I brought up earlier, but even with Slack, Slack was a mediocre product that got exceptional venture and angel backing. Would you have paid for Slack what they paid for it? Some yeah. of this is common sense. I don't know if Slack was worth 700 million, to be honest. Discord, like if we just argue fanaticism and which is a key fundamental metric please write that down the fanaticism of the brand what kind of car do you like electric gas hybrid whatever you're into there's a hyundai tucson to match and powertrain to get you there hyundai's 2023 tucson lineup pairs the tech you want with sleek and stylish designs they paid attention to all the details the seats the dash the panoramic roof you name it hyundai thought of it all while making sure each trim has enough room to hold space for your grocery runs, festival nights, and tailgates. Okay, Hyundai, when it comes to your journey, Hyundai is there for every mile. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the 2023 Hyundai Tucson. The 2023 Tucson Plug-In Hybrid is only sold in California, Colorado, Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Vermont. Once again, visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more. Or company. Discord is eating Slack's lunch. Not better, but the user base is more frequent. I haven't heard anyone in two years say that they love Slack. While you're being, a, and even though Teams is not the best, the ecosystem and systems that Microsoft has is arguably second to none. I don't know if you did your homework when I said the take about Microsoft going into um, cybersecurity. Go look a couple years ago, what companies they acquired in the cybersecurity space. And in two years, they're probably launched. They have so many deals that when you begin to face, I want you to look at Apple and Microsoft as the mafia. 
in the 1960s. That is an opponent you do not want to have because they can either replicate your software, um, duplicate it at scale, or beat you behind the scenes with government contracting and B2B. And this is the reason why I say, even when there's all this fervor in the market, I've always said the inverted yield curve and quantitative easing were the two most important indicators. And when a Fed stops printing money, we're going to see who is really good. I'm really worried that in a couple of years, some of our biggest tech companies are going to go down because they didn't have basic math skills to understand what the correct risk to return was. And they wouldn't stop overspending. I know we get a lot of criticism for praising rappers, but I will tell you the way um, Salesforce is spending, you would have think it was a little baby. Yo Gotti or somebody. Because if you put up $52 billion, when are you expecting to get a return on that? They would have been better off just sitting on cash. And that's why I say people like Buffett, when people are saying in the crypto space, he lost his touch, he's too old. I'm like, it's really hard to lose with sitting on a few billion dollars in your treasure chest, waiting for everyone to go bankrupt and then buying them out. But what do I know? And if I've made you money, please put yes in chat. I love y'all. Yeah. It's a game for the patient. It's a game for the patient. Hit the like button and share this video. Extremely important. Mm -hmm. Extremely important information that we are speaking. Or we can just go take it to love Rick Ross, Lena Waith. Or. Or. Little Lil Rail. Charlamagne. Shout out to Lil Rail. I'm in the lobby. Oh, yeah, I caught the new special, man. Pretty good. Pretty good. Market Mondays. Hey, free yeah. show for the culture. Hey, yeah. Show hey, it's some other cultures calling now. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, be, hey, yeah, I love you so much. Oh, your vitriol for the marketing passion. I'm like, yes. Write that check, my That's guy. Write that check. Well, you know what? It's unfortunate because <laughs> Kevin Samuels Hey, stop the video and be like, y'all got to give super chat. Y'all got to do like, we have not done that ever, but it, it actually worked when he did do that. It did rest in peace. I saw a fresh and fit do that before. And it worked when they have done it to this day. So it's like, we're trying to do not sell out, man. but I'm about to sell out. Meta, I'll take five. I'm gonna be a thousand. I wouldn't have met an actual seven hundred million. At least on God. At least Citadel, you send me sixty tonight. Hey, I want to do another show. What are we doing? At least, I even guess. with the rent, I don't like when Ian be renting because you know it's a little arrogant. But then when I don't, the viewers should be lower. Well, we only got one point four likes, one point two likes. Come on, now. I like y'all. Come on now, hit the like button. It's it's. It's free to hit the like button. And yeah, and then they're like, Dion sold out. We take our talents to Boulder. We're going, we're going to talk about Dion Sanders because that's important. 5,000 people on the check-in. And okay. I appreciate all of you. This is just entertainment. So let's, <laughs> so let's talk about this. JP Morgan hey, has yeah. released their top stocks for the rest of the year. Which stocks out of these 10 are good for people to invest in? Uh, the first one that they covered, could, shout out to the good folks over at JP Morgan. I appreciate you. Um, the first one they mentioned is BRX. I don't like it. 
here, Bricksmore. I will wait for the price of $10 before I will look to invest in it. Let's go to the next one. GWRC. No, I wouldn't even give that as recommendation. The, and, and to give context, these were 10 for the month of December. I'm not looking for us to have short-term trades unless you're like in our investment group, but um, I wouldn't touch that one. Um, Dollar Tree, I like it's something that I've given out in Stock Club. That's probably the main one that I like the most. The price is too high. Um, Stock Club members don't be met. 104.15 is a price that I like for Dollar Tree as long as we stay in a recession. So whenever we enter a recession, and plus quantitative easing eases up means the free money goes away. And now we get to see what businesses are really good. There is a shift from tech and companies that are not producing the highest percentage of profit to actual value companies that will go up and utility and oil and gas. So um, I like Dollar Tree during a recession for sure. The next one is TRU. You can write it down, put it on your watch list. I don't like it. I wouldn't touch it to $21. I wouldn't touch it um, if my child's life was on the line. Amazon, this is a stock club pick. I like it for sure. I would hold for the long term. Um, it's going to be rough over the next year, but if it gets down to stock club, I won't give our price. I will wait for the 70s, like they, 70 flat before I touch it. J, JP Morgan announced that they are picking Amazon as its stock of the year. That they sounds familiar. <laughs> they have it uh, weighted, overweighted at $145. Saying stock of the year for what, next year? For 2023. The mm -hmm. thing about these stock of the year picks. Well, let me, let me just say why they're saying it first. They're not my picks. I agree, Shadi. Yeah. No, no, this is what they're saying. <laughs> so they're, they're, uh, they're saying that obviously the, the AWS is showing growth and more profitability. They're saying obviously in e-commerce, we've always we spoke about this throughout the year. Obviously, it's going to become the number one e-commerce platform overtaking Walmart, Walmart, but they also said, and like I said, we, we said on Market Mondays, the advertising space where they are a rival to Google in the advertising space. Most people don't even realize it, but they are. They see potential for maximum growth there. So they overweighted at 145. So they named it, it's their stock of the year. The thing about the stock of the, the financial space has turned into uh, ESPN. Mm -hmm. Literally, the, the executive producers from NBC and ESPN have went over to some of the major um, outlets yeah. there. Kudos to CNBC. I'll be on soon and Bloomberg. And y'all did a great job on Bloomberg. Hey, shout out to Thank Bloomberg. You. Shout out to Bloomberg. Shout out to Bloomberg, man. Shout out to Bloomberg. Good friends over there. But so when I'm saying that ESPN, I'm, I'm just I'm not even like joking. I'm just serious as far as the, the content structure where you have debate shows and you give predictions. So it's like at the beginning of the year, you're predicting who's going to be the top quarterback. Mm -hmm. You're predicting if LeBron is going to average more than 25 points. And you're predicting who's going to be the best team in the Western Conference. And it doesn't even work out half the time. Doesn't even yep. work out. It's just it's pretty much just a, a, a slightly educated guess. That's what it is. So oh, it's yeah. like, it's very similar. But does what, it have to? Huh? Yes. Does it have to work yeah. out? Well, yes. here's, here's why, right? It, it, for that analogy, if I'm doing a prediction, I say, yo, Giannis is going to win MVP. He'll probably finish in the top three for MVP, right? But he's had well, a great, right? I, I'm just saying. It's an educated that, guess. That's what I'm saying. But, it's but an educated guess. Now, it doesn't have to be dead on, but he's going to probably finish in the top three for MVP, right? If I said, like, Jason, like, 
or even better, Joker, right? If I said Joker's going to finish in the top five, he's finished in the top five of MVP for the last five years. It's mm-hmm. an educated guess. For a lot of these educated, look, a lot of people said that Google was going to have a good year. It did. Yeah, you know, a lot of companies did. A lot of people yeah. said, so, yeah, yeah, sometimes educated guesses aren't even close. Yeah, well, that's what They're I'm saying. Close. But they don't have to be. The problem, <laughs> <laughs> the problem Here's, yeah, if I can offer some pushback. No, go ahead, Shadi, my bad. No, the problem is that, and people bet on sports as well, but the problem is that people are taking educated guesses and putting their life savings on it. So it's like, all right, I said LeBron was going to be top three. My bad, didn't work out. All right, no harm, no foul. I said that Microsoft is going to quadruple it. Oh, now you might have lost $10,000. You don't want to hear my bad. You you, you trust trust what we're saying. Big facts. Big facts. And this is the number one point. For everyone who wants to call out picks, I've said it from the very beginning. I got so much pushback from hedge funds and institutions. They said we need a preponderance of proof and evidence to prove that you know what you're talking about. Meanwhile, Sam couldn't even show how to use RSI when he traded and he raised $20 billion. We'll talk about that later. My entire goal is to make people money in advance. So when I walk into a Citadel, or GTS, or Trade Moss, or Morgan Stanley, that I have so many people that I've helped that I can say, hey, not only help me, but bring everyone I helped on. Number two, you're going to ruin your brand by calling out bad picks. So that's why I think you do have to be accurate. It's okay to say, I don't know. So when I'm violently saying, hey, something's going to go to 20, and I'm calling it before everyone, okay. But the firm's heard it. And all you have is trust. So when I left the meter, meeting with Peter, I ran right into Kramer at Capitol Grill. I said, oh, that's Kramer. Hey, come in. And I can see how much they're working him the same way with Stephen A. Please write this down in terms of your fundamental analysis of who to listen to. You want to listen to the research analyst that is on TV the least amount, not the most. When I saw how frail Jim looked and my first words were him were thank you. If it were not for you in 2008, you would have not have given me a blueprint and format for how to do Market Mondays in 2020. I appreciate you. Don't listen to all the noise. The picks need to be a little bit better, though. He said, my wife doesn't let me listen to it. What advice do you have for me? Don't do a whole bunch of media. Regardless of what people think, Kramer is a legend in investing and trading. Good. But Good. if they work you in the media too much, and my final point, the analysts that are making these hot takes and debating... Don't make what hedge fund managers make. Yes, Stephen A got 12. He deserves 60 a year for what he's doing, though. There are some junior traders right now working in firms that are making three and six million dollars. Stephen, Stephen, Stephen A looking crazier by the day. Shout out to Jay Williams. Every day, Stephen A is looking crazier and crazier. Shout out to Heart, Jay Williams. Like, daily, Kathy daily. Wood, whoever you name throughout history. The more time you spend in front of the camera and you're not able to do this, this is the unsexy part. And everybody can talk to me about my demeanor and all that, but man, that same heat is not there for Sam. It's not there for CZ because I'm hearing some rumblings there and I hope they're not true or Coinbase or anyone of a lighter complexion at all. I keep saying it. Had I been white, I would have been running for president right now because I would go into the public every week and tell them what to invest in and make them money before I got an office. 
but Rashad Ian's demeanor has changed considerably since he's been doing the show. How didn't you see it? Okay. That and Kanye yeah. go on and say what he say, and y'all say I'm crazy. Okay. That's for entertainment. This uprising is co-written <laughs> by 85 South. <laughs> Yeah, okay. yeah, bring that. Yeah, yeah. yo, can we get the N24s in the chat? I, I, I ain't doing all right. Do it. If it's not, it. not 500 yeah. or more, I don't care. Y'all can have whatever opinion y'all want to. All y'all copied the model remix, didn't do show love, didn't hate. A lot yeah. of y'all are quiet, bro. Cool. Shout out to Peter Tuckman. I appreciate you and love you dearly. Even Peter, he's like, I don't know why more people don't try and grab you. I said, it's the hate in their heart. That's what it yeah. is. You got love. Great. Y'all had the same love for Kobe when he died, but when he was playing, the love wasn't there. Why? Because he ain't a threat to you no more when, when he did. I'm going to live and Xander going to see this shit. On God, I wouldn't sell in Facebook and ask for 700 cash. And they ain't say no. There you have it. He doesn't know about Meta versus TikTok. Okay. Can we hey, Cheryl Sandberg. Can we I appreciate you. Can we talk about TikTok? I like to say Yes, we can. The done language. TikTok. <laughs> Let's talk about this because you did put a post up uh, from 60 Minutes, which is my outside of Earn Your Leisure programming. Yes. 60 Minutes is my favorite television show. Mm -hmm. I, I'm extremely looking forward to the day that we're on 60 Minutes. That Shinko. to me will be my biggest. That'll be the best because 60 Minutes has been a resource for me for years. 60 Minutes put a report out that TikTok, it was on social media first, and then people was like, oh, it's not real. Um, China, mm -hmm. uh, they have a different algorithm mm -hmm. in China for TikTok than they do in America and all over the world. In China, the, the, the post that gets rewarded and gets the most viewership and gets pushed the most are about science, about architecture, about mathematics, and that's what kids are consuming. In America, it's dancing, it's spitting on your head, it's doing like that Russian dance mm -hmm. that all of the kids in New York are doing with the drill dancing. Um, and it's a bunch of other nonsense, makeup, stuff like that. It's starting. No, the number one career that most kids in China wanna be is an astronaut. The number Play. one career that most kids in America want to be is a content creator. Shout out to all the content creators because we are content creators. Love. Yes, we but, are. Uh, but everybody cannot operate at the highest level of excellence. You can't say that just because you guys were with love this weekend. That's unfair. <laughs> yeah, no, love, love. All what love. about when you guys just had an iPhone and one gimbal, Rashad? Don't yes. piss on our dreams as Black Americans. Black I'm American. getting to the comments before they get to it. <laughs> Black Americans. Defense. So, this, is a, this, is a, this is an important topic to talk about um, because I, you know, social media is a gift and a curse in a lot of times. And it's like, this is, this is pretty crazy that China is putting out a product where they're like- Two separate products. They're yeah. intentionally poisoning a product that we have and they have a, a clean, healthy version of the same exact product. What's your thoughts on this, Ian? I know you've been pro TikTok. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on this? 
Shout out to Samuel Upshaw, who just said this called social warfare. I have a question for everybody in chat. Do you guys listen to the full episode of Clips? You know why I love this episode of 60 Minutes? And shout out to Chris, who actually put up that clip on my TikTok and Instagram. I said, this, I said this exact same thing one year ago to the date. Nikki, clip this up and put it in when I said it the first time. That's why I'm getting people like, yo, you reversing your... I said it day one. China's, China's plan is to over-educate their population, rule with an iron fist, and even the Evergrande situation. They have now found secondary financing, but the rumblings of Evergrande led to partial collapse in our commercial and residential real estate bubble. And even though they have all these ghost cities, they found a way to find a soft landing for their real estate while damaging ours. Do you think another country is thinking to have benefit for us when hypothetically, maybe we've done wrong to other countries? No, this is part of the plan. But I said this a year ago. And when Chris put it up, I said, well played to even look and see. Am I a fan of TikTok? Yes, I think it's a better social media app. Now I can tell you, being inside the office is a matter of third time's a charm. Fourth time, I may get the check. The systems in TikTok are better than that of Meta. Hands down. So yes, this is a war tactic. And let's be honest, it's working. Now, if we can be honest, before TikTok emerged as a preeminent social media platform, did Instagram not cause body dysmorphia at scale and make people want to change what their physical prototype or body type look like because of social media pressure. You talking about yeah, BBLs, BBL movement? Are you are you talking like all the with yeah. all the filters and all that? Are you talking about BBL yeah. movement or face um, everything, is... everything? Go, and go ask any cosmetic surgeon in any major city. Ask it may have top been, 10. I mean, it'd be interesting to look at this to see if that's increased. It, it's played a part. Looked, yeah, it's played a yeah. part. It's I'm, played I'm, a part. The part that that is like super interesting and. I mean, the fact that the age limit that the population on TikTok for China cannot even see that is 14. Um, because I, if we look at it from an educational standpoint, right, the, the, the younger the population, the more intelligent, the more focused, the further their future will be. The fact that we have no regulation and everybody is like kind of cool with that is interesting in itself, right? Like, but this, this, this goes to show, right? Like I can weaker your population and if I can make them feel or not at even scale. Feel, but at scale, take their algorithms, take, you know, how they're viewing content, use it, you know, within a fraction of a second to keep your attention and keep you zoned in on a specific area of just entertainment, like we've seen. Yeah, that's going to make my country superior. Of course. Obviously, and, right? and, I will say this. Follow our TikTok. Our TikTok yes, has been booming yes, the it last has. two weeks. It hit an algorithm. It has hit an algorithm. So if you are going to be on TikTok, you might as well consume some level of positive content. Yes. All ages. Earn your leisure and the real master. All ages. No, no age. Yes. Listen, no age limit yes. needed for earn your leisure content. Yeah. No, there's no age limit. Yeah. But yeah. I will say this. I will say this about the social media thing. Um, we won't know the full effects of this whole social media experiment until 30 years from now. That's not true. And, well, 
a little back away. My apologies. The full effect. To the full, the, the gotcha. full effect. Because it's like it, it takes time, right? We need a whole generation. We need a, we we we're still in the first generation of social media. I remember when social media first got started. I was in college when Facebook was called the Facebook. And mm -hmm. you had to have a college email to actually be on Facebook. And mm -hmm. that wasn't that long ago in the grand scheme of things. And now to see where, where everything is at now. So, I mean, we're seeing the effects so of this it. This is the second generation? Or you this is the first generation. No, it's still, still the second generation. No, 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 no. It can't. Well, well, How? It's still the generation. Uh, you're going by tech, tech years? Because, or because years? it went. No. In a sense of Facebook was obviously. What, what? On, it was on the computer, right? The next generation is now on a phone. What's a, gener what's a generation? I think you know what I'm saying? A generation the, is. That's why I say, is it tech years or. Yeah. I, I would 10. probably, I would say that this is probably the the second generation of the social media but, experiment. No, we can't. Because we, we, we went from MySpace, platform, Friendster, Blackform, Black Planet. A generation is measured by twenty years. Yeah, but I'm talking. That's no, that's no, 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 technology. Tech, I just asked, tech. are we doing we, tech? But going by the definition of what a generation is, Webster's de definition. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Okay. AOL Instant Messenger will be classified as social media, and so will Black Planet. When, when was Black Planet founded? 99. I don't know. Was it? It might have been. 99 for Black Planet? Maybe. You, got, you have the year, Ian? It's 99? Mm -hmm. It's somewhere around there. Okay. So it's generation. First generation. Black yeah. Planet, was that even a app? Did they have an app? No. There, so no. How, there, there, there was no app so prior, prior to Apple. Exactly, but but, but right. you That's still have point. social media. Um, the social company. media, great. Okay, this is a, this is a this is a debatable topic. Long story short, long story short, we're we're in the beginning stages. Let's just say this, okay? We're in the beginning stages. Of <laughs> An agreement. Media. Yes. Audience has said second generation. We're we're, we're, we're in the, we're in the it's the infancy beginning. still. Yes. yes. We're in yes. Its it's early. Stages. It's early. We're in yes. its infancy stages. Yes. So we have to see. But it is extremely, um, it's interesting that it's already being used as a tool of suppression when it comes to information. And this is the new, it's like new age, like battlefield. This is modern warfare. I don't want to say warfare because we have a large audience and we have to be extremely careful of how we speak. We yes. may have to meet the Chinese government at some point in time. We are meeting a lot of important people. Yes. So let's be extremely careful how we Xi use Jinping, our work. how are you? Yes. Beijing, I will be there soon. Please roll out the red carpet and we will have a conversation. Y'all yes. want this? <laughs> no, no, save it, save it for the end. Save it for the end. No, not yet, not yet. Does it, wait, wait, does it, does not it yet. light up? Not, not that one. Uh, I may have to do the Frank Lucas thing. You never know. You never know when you guys do the Frank Lucas whoa, thing. Whoa, 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 what Frank Lucas thing? When he was flying back, we not moving that project. I'm just saying, you never know when you got to do the import, export, and communicate with the, you know, Southeast Asia. Like, you know, yeah, you got to You got to be diplomatic in this situation. Oh, we are very important. International. Don't become yay. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Everybody, nah, everybody in the chat. Nah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That don't was do that. a yay mask. You know what I mean? Yay yeah. 24. Was this a part of his don't. plan? Kanye planned this out to a T. He's the greatest strategist ever. No, he's, hey. he's, nah. The nah, done nah. language. New segment.
New segment alert. Done language. Um, Sam Bankman Freed allowed <laughs> to go on press tour after the financial scandal. Why was he allowed to go on a press tour after the financial scandal yeah. has taken place with FTX? Ian, before you start, here's the interesting thing about that. We were as he was doing about to speak, we were at Bloomberg watching it, and they were asking the same thing. Like why? Why are they allowing him to do this? So I, I'm I'm interested. I'll give a little feedback, but you you, you gotta start. I, I don't know why. So I want to pose a question to the audience. I'm being serious, and this is part of fundamental research. This isn't for like clicks, right? So if a company has no board, no board of directors, and they raise capital, they have no record of how much capital came in, no security protocols. You don't know how many people was employed there, how long they worked there or where they worked prior. Alameda had a security exemption to not be under the same rules and agreement that FTX was. And he has not been arrested. Was he planted there prior to, to destroy the crypto market or did they Takashi him and flip him after he got in trouble? It's one of the two, mm. because if I am a bank, let's say I, I sit at the right hand of Jamie Dimon at um, JP Morgan, and I'm Samuel Jackson character in Django, and I just love Jamie, right? <laughs> Wouldn't it make sense to say, hey, kid, master gonna make a little way for you. All you gotta do is just turn over all the documents to everybody if you rat on everybody in town. Tell him. Did he get turned? Or was he planted? Because shout out to all my Forex traders, all my options traders. Let's be real. From a trading perspective, if any of us that were black or brown did anything close to what he did, we can't even trade on margin with exemption. Now, I know his family is well to do. Um, their political ties, they're with Gensler. And as a parent, you want to protect your kid at all costs, no matter what happens. But when I start to see hedge fund managers say, maybe it was a misappropriation of funds mm. or a honest mistake trying to protect the consumers that were invested in the token. Huh? What? Y'all worried about if I'm gonna drop the voice note of the day in Telegram. <laughs> Ian forgetting his <laughs> obligations to the people now because he up there with Peter. No, I'm not. Here's the blueprint, too. If you are black or brown and you bring black or brown into institution, you got a lot of way more power than if you don't bring them. But was he sent there to destroy? The grayscale thing wasn't true. Even with CZ, CZ was well played. But from those of you in the crypto space, you tell me, hey, Binance is better than FTX, but they aren't pure, still well played. Why has he not been arrested? Because when Bernie Madoff collapsed, or he was the fall guy for 2008, he didn't get to sit next to Andrew Ross Sorkin, who I love dearly. He didn't get to hop on Twitter spaces and give his perspective on why all that fucking money was gone. Had yeah. I ran off with however many billion, shout out to everybody in California. Y'all would have called Bonowin, him 500. Mr. Two Weeks Out, Mike, go get in. Ashley from making everybody in Atlanta would have been on me. Why does he get to just chill 
and do interview. Like for those of you who don't know the press side, to get an interview in New York Times, if you have a PR agent that represents you, it probably costs you thirty to fifty thousand dollars a month to get that interview. Not easy. Who the hell is paying for him to get that so he does not get fined? But we see Takashi out here back in New York buying bags. You see it? Hold up. I ain't seen it. I haven't seen yeah, it. I ain't see it. Brian Brian Armstrong, CEO of uh Coinbase spoke out. Did you see that today, Ian? Yes, I did. I, I will read it for the audience so they can uh, be aware of what's going on. He took the gloves off today, y'all. He said, I don't care how messy your accounting is or how rich you are. You're definitely going to notice if you find an extra $8 billion to spend. Even the most gullible person should not believe Sam's claim that this was an accounting error. It's stolen customer money used in his hedge fund, plain and simple. And the crazy part is... I don't want to give anyone this idea. If he would have put it in a term, because people were saying, well, banks do it. You have to have a certain exemption, even though I know some of you have been sending me the video on fractional reserve lending, right? You have to have exemptions for that. But if he would have put it in terms of service and in case of emergency, we can use your funds, he'd have been okay. And part of it is the arrogance to think that um, you can get away with these things because off the back end, let's be very honest. If I'm donating all that money to these political parties too, I think I'll have a way out myself as well. Be mindful. Anytime that anyone is selling you too hard on a project, it is normally because the gains are not there. All the people that I know that really have money, they don't pitch me nothing. I got to pitch them. I made Charlemagne money and I'm still waiting to do a deal. Like people are like, yo, you canceled. I'm like, we went to breakfast club. I flew and found out the day of the interview wasn't there. Life happens. Life happens. Anytime a project is pushed too hard is because the value is not there. I think they are doing this to ruin the crypto space. And I think they probably made him an offer that he could not refuse. But you guys put in comment. Let me know what you think. Well, Rashad, let's act like we're about to fight about something so that we get the views. Uh, no, no, oh, my God. We really care <laughs> about Instagram versus TikTok. Oh, God. Okay. We're going to monitor the situation. How much money should you spend on a first date? Like, <laughs> I pioneered that. I want royalties for that, man. Like, I saw a CNBC put up the average, the average cost for a first date is $99 for the average American male. Like, <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What? Like they've made a whole genre of mm-hmm. dating financial literacy things after this. Like, and then all everybody's on TikTok, like, yo, bro, uh, three hundred dollars, yes or no? The under over, what do you get? Like <laughs> they made a complete mockery of this whole dating situation. It's still going you on. know who, you know who got one of the most fire posts though? I gotta give him credit. Um Todd. Uh, billionaire Todd, Todd billion billions. Todd. Yeah, his post is oh. how much men, how much money have you spent on women over your lifetime, on women that have not become your wife? Everything. 
I want to give him credit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What? I'm just saying. What? <laughs> a lot. A lot. Most for the average person. The average person. Yeah, everything. You most. Yeah. Most. Samuel, not much. it is a not, sober not, not, not much. My answer is not much. <laughs> I'm You're sticking with it. Great investor. Great man. Great husband. Great dad. Well Appreciate played. <laughs> yeah. Carlos, 2023. Ain't no more spending. <clears throat> budget budget cut alerts. <laughs> the dates have been cut in half. Budget cut alerts. They got mad over that 500. Y'all heard my first three days, boy. I was sitting <laughs> there in the fucking frenzy. Budget cut alerts. And for shit, still have to work enjoy out. Enjoy the last boy. month. Enjoy the last month of the year. Let's talk about, I want to talk about <laughs> some very important stock review. Ian's going to do stock reviews of some of your favorite companies. Let's Meta, run it. Let's run it. Meta, but before we do this, Yes. He's going to talk about Meta, eBay, um, Neo, bunch of different stuff. Before we do this, for the culture, our guy. Anyone who says for the culture is a scam artist, Rashad. (laughs) Somebody that we spoke about and it's somebody that we had the honor of interviewing. Legendary episode, if you haven't checked it out. This is an important financial topic. Deion Sanders yes. has taken a job at Colorado University. People are very passionate about this topic. Yeah. But like I said, it's, it's bigger than sports. It is a financial topic on a variety of different levels. Mm-hmm. He left Jackson State University. Shout out to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Swag champions. Undefeated. Yep. To become the new head coach of Colorado University. Boulders, they had a record of one and eleven last year. They are in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Me and Troy were actually debating this yesterday. Yes, we were. So okay, passionately. Let's get into this conversation. Dion Sanders, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, initial thoughts: great move. Um, he's, you know, he set a trend uh, by going to HBCUs and making it relevant to celebrate uh, what coaching could look like when you add a social aspect to it, when you add flair to it, when you add swag to it. He did all those things. He set out to change the lives of young men and young student athletes. He's done that. Not only did he do it, but he involved his family, right? So he had his daughter working there. He had his two sons playing. He had the number one recruit in the country come to the school. All these things brought attention, brought attention. But even more so, it brought capital, and that was one of the things that we spoke about with him. We were in Jackson, Mississippi, and we saw the conditions that his student athletes were preparing to play in, and a lot of them living in. Um, and we saw the revenue for Jackson go up by 30%. A lot of it was attributed to what was going on with the football team there. How much is he getting paid? I'm going to cut you off, but how much was he earning per year? I think like 300,000, something like that. It, it, it was minimal. It was, right. It was in the mid hundreds. Mid hundreds of thousands, right? Mid hundred. Shit, I would love game seven. <laughs> game seven. So, so, I mean, he did three seasons. He went to a bowl game last season. They were 10 and two this year. They're 11 and 0 and, and obviously will be in some type of bowl game this year. And it's about expansion, right? He, he never said that he was going to be there for 50 years. He never said he was going to be there for 10 years. He said he wants to impact as many young men's lives as possible. Has he done that? Yes. Has he brought awareness to HBCU football and sports and student athletics? Absolutely. 
what ha needs to happen to now, in my opinion, is now that the trend has been set, who follows in the league, mm -hmm. right? You still have prominent football coaches and basketball coaches and, I mean, professors that are still at these universities and schools. Uh, Eddie George being one who's in his conference. Shout out to Eddie George. I know Ray Lewis is another athlete who is a, pro I mean, a Hall of Fame talent that can do the same. Now that Ray, he's, Ray Lewis? Yeah. What did he do? No, he's a whole, he's trying to get into coaching. Ray Lewis trying to become a coach? Yeah, trying to get into coaching. Mm -hmm. And so somebody needs to, he's lit the torch, now who carries the torch, right? Because now Dion gets to do it at another level. Pac-12 is a power five conference. The facilities are unmatched. It's not even comparable to where he was at. And if you looked at the press conference today, he said, listen, not only am I coming here, I'm bringing my luggage with me. Right? I'm not hiding that I'm a black man. That's obvious. I'm not leaving a black culture. I'm bringing my luggage with me. He's bringing his son with him. He's bringing some of his staff with him. He's bringing his swag. And he's going to bring his expertise. And so it's, it's a win for Dion and his family. It's a win for college sports because, I mean, were we watching HBCU football prior to this? I know, I'm a diehard sports fan. I wasn't. But anytime they came on ESPN2, I, I was watching. I'm on Instagram, I'm watching. I want to see what's happening with Jackson State football. So I'm, I'm happy for him. I know some people in, in Mississippi probably won't be, and throughout HBCUs probably won't be. But that's okay. That's okay. It's now somebody else's turn to, to pick up the torch and bring as much attention to the sport and to these schools. And hopefully some of the alumni from these schools will come back and look and say, look, he can do that for their school. Who's going to do it for ours? And what are we doing for ours? Because a lot of prominent people that have graduated from historically black colleges, they need y'all to come back. And he said it on the episode, we need y'all to come back. We need y'all to help because it is in dire need of help. Um, so it's one story, but it shouldn't be the only. Um, what is he earning now? As a person who lived in Colorado, beautiful campus. He got, he got $30 million contract for five years, I think. And that's still underpaid. Yes. Yeah. Thirty million for five years. Let's Nick, go Nick Saban. Nick, Nick Saban makes twelve million dollars a year at Alabama. Dabo Sweeney makes eleven million dollars at Clemson. <laughs> like, go ahead. So th this is an investment show. So let's just talk brass tax around numbers. That is a hundred x return on investment. So what if Jackson State would have gave him? half of all increases on gross revenue or concessions or jerseys or this, the deal part that we don't talk about. Now I was talking about this with Pierre. I think a lot of the pushback was the university. If it was like the Ohio, uh, Ohio state, IU, Purdue, Penn, people could have understood it. Um, UC Boulder needs a lot of work in terms of the team. Mm -hmm. But when you're looking at a hundred extra turns, so I want everyone to put in chat, not the real number, but what is a hundred X your salary? And would you not leave where you're working now to go somewhere else? I think one of number two, the biggest issue people may have had was the succession plan. So it's great that he's taking the son. I love that he has to do his best for, for him. But I think one of the issues was um, for those that are in Mississippi, like, Hey, what do we do about who will be next? So the succession, although we can argue that's really not up to him. And if he wasn't getting the resources that he needed, Sometimes you have to make an offer so irresistible that a person will not leave you. And JSU did not do that. We also have to have the conversation is do we want a limitation 
on the success of the people that are in our space or not. I still don't think UC Boulder was probably the best fit. Ultimately, I think he should do two more terms at two different schools and push really hard to be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Be a hell of a story, hell of a press run. For all you Cowboys fans, he's better than the coach y'all have now. <laughs> Actually played the game at a high level. Actually is a big draw, right? Um, so when you go to celebrity CEOs, celebrity coaches, they do bring a certain value to the table. I think the biggest issue is that it felt like he left us um, to go to Colorado. But it's really hard to argue with 100 extra turn if people were not supporting going to the games, buying jerseys. Because that's why I say it's one thing to support online and Instagram. That's not a real metric. Support is actually showing up. Shout out to everybody in New York, New Jersey, Chicago, Arizona, LA, who showed up to Madison Square. I appreciate you. Um, but we have to do a better job about having a strategic plan around how we support our entrepreneurs. Because if we're going to be honest, if we think if Meta is falling apart with the powerhouse of Instagram and the other powerhouse of WhatsApp, and they own them, you think likes and reshares and reposting the stories is actually moving the needle. It's a vanity metric that does not matter. That won't even save the company that made it. Um, I'm happy for Dion. I think he could have picked a better school, but if I get 100X, shit, I too, I, I go invest in trade for, for UC Boulder too. They give me 100X what I'm making right now. And I'm straight, so I'm not mad at it. But he was underpaid then and now. Hey. I got one issue with it, but I'm gonna let Shadi go, and I'll say my only issue with it. My okay. only issue. All right, but Shadi, I'll let you go. I want to be thoughtful in speaking about this because Deion Sanders is a—he's a good guy. Mm -hmm. um, we we had the honor of connecting with him, interviewed him. He's very gracious with his time. Good dude. And I respect the move because nobody, nobody, nobody's tied to anything forever. Um, but I also am sympathetic for the plight of HBCUs. I can understand the disappointment mm -hmm. because it was sold on a culture. That's how it was kind of packaged. Like, you know, like this is for the culture, this is the culture, swag, this is the culture. If it's just a job, then it's just it's just a job. But when it's sold as something more than a job, like when you're working in Colorado, you know it's just a job. But when you're working at HBCU and you're selling it as an HBCU and this is gonna be an opportunity for young athletes to come and, you know, be with their own people and you know, and that's kinda how it's packaged. Whether he did it or whether it was done, like that's just that's kind of how it was packaged. Mm -hmm. So it, it becomes more than just a job. It's kind of like you know a mission, and it's not to say that he even signed up for it, but that's kind of what it ended up being. Where he kind of had the flag for HBCUs. He's the most notable coach in sports right now, and he's he's holding a flag for every HBCU. So it's definitely. Um, demoralizing when you finally get recognition, you finally start winning, you finally get, you know, 
athletes and entertainers and everybody's coming and everybody's championing it and earn your leisure's doing interviews and Gillian Wallow's coming every other week <clears> and 60 minutes and you know good morning America and you're getting all this national attention and it's like you know okay we finally made it and then it's over so like I said I don't blame Dion because you know he is who he is and he's gonna be you know one of the best coaches in the country and I respect that but like I said, I could also understand the disappointment in in the HBCU community. But I will say this, Earn Your Leisure will be at Howard University on Saturday for the coach. That was a hell of a segue. <laughs> Free advance. That was a hell of a segue. Link in the bio, RSVP. Go Bison. We love you. <laughs> and I know Howard's uh, athletic director would never do this, but does Jackson State's athletic director deserve any of the blame for not putting up the capital to keep him there? Secondly, the state, of, the state of Mississippi deserves some of the blame for not figuring out how to compensate that school for the amount of revenue that they brought in. You got to figure it like, I mean, we, we were there and he said it like you're talking about a state capital that still has dirt roads, doesn't have all the facilities that they should have. Is, you know what I mean? It, it's tough to compete. The fact that they not only competed but dominated and were undefeated is amazing. My mm -hmm. only issue, and I, I mean, I don't know all the details of it, but it felt like he took the first offer and left, right? Like, I'm sure there's other schools who could have or were looking to have a coach, but I felt like it was a rumor, and then it was like, next day was true. And I'm like, damn, that was quick. <laughs> right like damn like i like i i, I kind of brought it up to him i was like yeah i feel like fsu would have been obviously that's his alma mater mm -hmm. would have been one of those places where it was like all right Dion, you, i mean it's florida you know what i mean that that's where the birth of prime time started was it's gonna take the, a long time to get it's gonna, that, right it's gonna take a long time to get there but i just i mean i felt like first opportunity to go you out um, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i, I mean, I, I mean yes. the, the yes. other side of it a hundred x Yes, first yeah. opportunity. I, yes. I mad. That was my only issue. I yes. was like, when I heard him, like, true, yes. like, damn, Colorado. I bet. Yes, Colorado it is, ladies and gentlemen. Been real. Didn't even stay for the bowl game. I'm Bl going. Black and gold. Done. Been real. L listen, Wyoming been State real. can offer me <laughs> 500, and I'm going tomorrow. Been real. It's Number been two, real. please write this down because this is a business show, and I know some of you be like, yo, y'all talk about entertainment. There's lessons in the entertainment, in entertainment business, and in football you get to see a business cycle happen in three months opposed to stretched out over three years. Write this down. Colorado made him an offer that he could not leave their facility from. So when negotiating your deals, and if you want a talent and they've calculated, and I'm sure they're saying, if we get him here and he did that at JSU with the booster base that they have in Colorado, all the money that's flowed to Colorado from California for the weed business when I was there in 2014. Denver now looks like baby California and the hood in Denver, some of them houses are going for 600,000. I'm sure they've already calculated the return. So if he's getting 30, I'm sure they're looking to make 690 off him minimum. Well, Dion is a star. Yeah, sell out, back to sellouts in Colorado. My, and my last point, if we really care about JSU, Somebody make a GoFundMe, two fifty a month. Let's get ten thousand people to invest two fifty a month into JSU. That's two point five million a month. I guarantee that GoFundMe will not be at capacity. Yeah, shout out to and I want to get to the stock review, but I'll just say one last thing because you know I'm 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 a sports fan, um, and Deion Sanders 
he started a whole wave where Howard actually got one of the top recruits in basketball during the pandemic. Uh, even Mikey, he didn't go there. He went to Memphis, but he even had Howard as like, or he had like one of these uh, HBCUs was on his list. It became like a trendy thing. And I don't think HBCUs had, had that much buzz behind them since the 90s when our guy, Chris Latt, was making the clothes, mm -hmm, HBCU mm -hmm. clothes, and everybody was wearing the hoodies and all that stuff. And shout out to Support Black Colleges. They're doing that now. But, you know, it was a real popular thing in the 90s to support black colleges. So whatever... If you are criticizing Deion Sanders instead of criticizing him, why don't you find a way it out. to support a black college? That's more month. beneficial. Action is more beneficial than criticism. So it's right. like Deion did a lot for the HBCU movement and for Jackson State. A lot of people are criticizing what he's done, and they have never done anything for any HBCU. Like they haven't, they've never done anything. Mm -hmm. They haven't given a, they haven't given any money. They haven't donated their time. Bought a headband. They, they, a lot of people have <laughs> never even been to an HBCU other than a homecoming party. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're criticizing somebody when you yourself have never done one thing. So take that into consideration, and the world will definitely be a better place if every single person that is criticizing actually takes some level of action. They're putting the Cosby show? That's beneficial. And of course, world? we're not we're not talking to the amazing listeners of Market Mondays. Just the hyperbole. No, this girl and no, but it's it's but sometimes no, it's not even. This is a, this is part of the culture too. And I was talking to Nineteen Keys about this. It's okay to have honest conversations. Doesn't mean that I we're not friends. Yeah, I am actually talking to the listeners of Market Mondays because I don't know. We have five thousand people on the line. And Some assets people, of reliabilities and the Tuesday show yeah, too. Yeah. But you know, they're going to hear me Why y'all change. But listen, but listen, but listen, no, it's important. It's not scolding. It's not gotcha. scolding. It's, 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 it's out of love. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it might not apply to everybody. If it doesn't apply to you, then disregard the message. But I guarantee you at least one person is going to apply to. And it's, it's not done to humiliate anybody. It's not calling anybody out by name. But it's important to have honest conversations because, and it's like, hold me accountable. I might say something that's, not, I might be in error. Hold me accountable. Like if, mm -hmm. if I'm in error, like Troy will say something like, I, I don't appreciate that. Or this is, you to, okay, that's what you're supposed to do. Like that's how, that's how we move forward. We, we have to be men enough and women enough to take criticism and not take it personal. Mm, that's the that's problem with our lot, community. Though. Like we, we take we take criticism personal, but it's not. It's it's done out of correction, and correction is necessary because we all need correction. I need correction. Everybody needs correction at a certain point in time. Nobody's perfect, so yeah. it's like just take just take the take the correction and see how you can become a better person. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's lead with love, man. Yes. Let's now. See. Okay. Let's get into these stock reviews, if we yes. can. Run them. You want to go over them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know we haven't done this in a while. Of course, we'll we do charts in a couple of weeks, but I wanted to run through a few. Um, so let's start with Meta. I know some of you be like, hey, I'll see you at Meta more. Does that mean should, I should invest? No plan has been put in place. No check has been cut. And even after they cut the check, if it's still not the right time to invest, I'm going to be real and be like, gotcha. Meta, um, I wouldn't touch until 33 uh tesla i like at 109 
Um, next ticker, ship S H I P. I would not touch that is dead. I wouldn't even do that for a swing trade. Next one is Zim Z I M. Write this down. Don't touch. Next ticker, G S L. Um, G S L hit a high. It came up to like twenty eight fifty one. It's probably gonna slide back down to like three bucks. I would not touch. Next ticker, P A A S. Not bad. Not top twenty. I will wait until like seven bucks for a swing trade. Um, BFC is the next ticker. Write this down. BFE is dead. BFC is dead. I'll wait to 14. Because not only is it important to know what to invest in, but most importantly, um, you should know what to stay away from. Next one, Cisco. I like Cisco. I probably won't touch it to $30.44 um, to be safe. Costco, love. It's too high to buy right now. You can write that I do like Costco a lot. Good investment. I will wait for like $354 before I get into it. Let's go to T Row Price. Tickers T R O W. They've been sliding down all year, but if you look historically, they've done pretty well. I would like them at $45 bucks if it drops there. Let's go to OGN. You guys can also put in chat. Which ones you want me to review at? And if it's a one that catches my eye, I'll look at it. OGN, I would not touch until $15.03. Spotify. Spotify. If you need a, a bolstered user base that is fanatical, you, you can cut Market Mondays a check and we can cut our audience in on a deal. And maybe we can broker something. Apple, you are on the line as well as uh, Caffeine Paramount. What are we doing for 2023? Please, thank you. Thank you to my CAA family. Spotify will not touch until um, 32 bucks. Mm. That's QQQ. Because let's be honest, if Google is really in the advertising business and they're getting attacked with better margin and better leadership, Spotify, wait till they tell you about them streaming farms they have going for these listens. I know everybody had their year review, but. It, it was it goes back to one of those points you made what's going to be the return on your investment and so you see a lot of these spotify deals that are going out they are not getting a return on that investment and also That's if fun. all if all these big artists are now selling fifteen thousand and twenty four thousand first week that are stars either the streams were lying or the music industry were lying the last 15 years how do you go from 80 on a bad week to now you're doing four these like fourteen thousand is a local level number no, nah, I, I saw Sweetie do 2000 right? She did 2000 And Vlad said if it wasn't, if she would have been on this platform, he would have marked Mondays Vlad, and earned your Vlad, never. Vlad a vulture, man. Can, can, oh, how? Okay, I, I asked Joe this when I was on Joe's Patreon. If the only place you can go to is Vlad, maybe say cheese, 85 and y'all, how is he a vulture if he's given a platform to more people than most media's people in our space? I can go into this in detail later in the show, but we can talk about it. Course correct. See, I need some straighteners <laughs> to get back on track. Next one, Brian Armstrong. Love him. Coinbase I'm worried about. It's at 46 bucks. I would wait till, and I'm not being sensational. I'm not anti-crypto, but I am against those thugs. Like, same free. Um, I will wait till 649 for Coinbase. GBTC. Um, if someone is connected to the Winklevoss twins, can you have them reach out 
to come on the show because I think they'll be the greatest guest on the origins of a few companies and how um, crypto is going to do over the next year. Um, coin, I mean, GBTC, I will wait until... to four bucks flat before I would look to touch it. Um, the trade desk ticker TTD, I like a lot. I will wait till like 38 bucks and 49 cent. And let's go to eBay and then Target. Round out on some good news. eBay, not bad, honestly. Um, not top 20. Mm. eBay at like 28 bucks and 86 cents. I like all these are long-term holes and target for the long-term. I like at $91 and 53 cents. And I know somebody said Walmart. I'll look at that Walmart. I would load the boat on Walmart if it got to 118, but in the interim, if you need a shorter term price, 107.94 for Walmart, Walmart normally does great during a recession as well. And if I look at the chart, Walmart technically has not had a bad year since 2009 and 10. They've done incredibly well post-recession, great leadership, great cost basis, amazing in the retail space. And that is it. What happened with Peter Tuckman and Josh Brown? Peter Tuckman and uh, didn't see eye to eye. Oh, but it was, it was a little mix-up. They said something to each other? It wasn't... We want to talk on air because you know I'm I love I even I didn't I'm I'm reading the YouTube comments and I I, I wasn't I think what happened to Josh on his show Compound and Friends he addressed him not being on Market Monday's live so I thought it would be a good pairing um Josh felt somewhat offended well it wasn't like return on time. I don't want to say where Josh is in New York, but it is a trip to go down to Madison Square. He didn't think 15 minutes was enough, um, which is something I do want to talk about, like in terms of length of format, we'll talk about that privately. But I think there were some signals crossed and Josh wanted to make sure he didn't come off as a bad guy for not doing it because he was feeling like, yo, was I the bad guy to not show up? Um, and I know everyone was saying, you know, and I appreciate everyone who came to Market Mondays Live and was like, yo, I wanted to get more information from you. You're going to get all that and more when we get the email list from Ticketmaster. If you ever seen what's going on with Taylor Swift, Ticketmaster is not the swiftest, no pun intended, on getting certain information out to you on the business side. But when you have a guest like Don Peebles who was given a real blueprint in real time, you have to give them more time. Like Don was going crazy. Um, but there was just a, a little mix up on format, who was going to do what, who was going to talk. Um, but definitely for the next Market Monday Live, I want to do like 90 minute segments for people like Peter and Josh and Don if they are. I just got it because they I'm, said your name. They said they said Rashad didn't call. That's interesting. I actually spoke to Josh Brown four times. Oh, well, you're so, saying well, yeah, he did say you didn't call him back for three days. I have no idea what he's talking about. Um, I don't know. FaceTime I mean, Josh know, Brown. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, um, I don't know. I, I just feel like, you know, if you don't want to come, then that's cool. But 15 minutes, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Don Peebles, he's a billionaire. He came on. We extended his time, but he, he came on for 15 minutes. It was worth his time. 
Conflict resolution is the number one thing I want everyone to focus on for 2023. Um, I'm I'm doing it myself. Um, yeah, maybe it's been a, a, a misunderstanding. Yeah, but, misunderstanding. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. It no, was. come on, talk. Listen, and listen. Nah, 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 I'm sure it was. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. The, the crazy part is, and I'll talk to Josh Friday. <laughs> I, th- I think Josh is here. I may meet with Josh tomorrow. So, so like I'll put us on FaceTime. But um, yeah. if you want to go so, crazy, you know you can always. No, 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 That was the end, yo. No, no, no. I'm you sure it was a misunderstanding, and I'm sure yeah. it can be straightened. That's all. I didn't know you yeah. said his name, though. No, I love you. I'm just I, not I, sure. I got to listen to that. It, it, it I, wasn't I, in a malicious because that's all I would have told you. It wasn't that. Okay. They was just asking what happened with the Madison Square. Now, when I see Troy get defensive, that's when I get nah, I nah, well, nah, I well, never I see want to see Troy upset, yo. I, nah, we don't, I can't, we, I, it, it said his name. So when I see Shadi's name, obviously I got my ears get a little more heightened. Like that's, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's a little different, but it's all, I'm sure it's nothing. It's all good. No, I would tell you if it was bad, it wasn't nothing malicious. They, they, like, you know how pre-pod, well, we don't do it, but you know, like pre-pod, <laughs> you're like, you'll start rolling and then yeah. you'll put the pre-pod part, part out. Um, I'm sure y'all pre-pod takes and, Jersey was fire. Can't wait for that. Y'all to tell about anyway. Shout out to the whole so team over there. I ain't, ah. Anyway, so um, but they was just rolling like, hey, what happened with the Madison Square? It, it wasn't malicious though. So yeah. All right. Yeah. Shout out to Josh Brown, man. Shout out to Peter Tuckman. Yeah. And shout out to everybody that was at MSG legendary yeah, night. I tell you that much sold out. Yes. Show Floyd Mayweather, Peter Tuckman. Don Peoples. Oh, Don Peoples. DJ yeah. Sus One. Yeah. Oh, man. Mouse uh, Jones. Left. Troy Rashad. Minx was out. Drinks was out. Jada, and it was learning. Jada Kiss. Little C's. Little C's. Little C's had the building. Yo, that was a nice set. Nice, set. nice set. Nice set. Nice set. went crazy. Nice set. Pause. Shout out to Jada Kiss, man. One of the greatest. Yeah. One of the greatest. All right. Um, I, um, speaking of Jada Kiss, amazing artist on Bad Boy. One of my favorites next to Biggie. What were three biggest lessons that you learned from the creator and founder of Bad Boy Records, Diddy, Sean Combs, a.k.a. Good love. segue. Thank love, you. Love, 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 love. Well, I got to the story. So it's like it's one of these things where you just never know what's going to happen, but it's important to be at the right place at the right time, even if you don't know you're at the right place at the right time. So um, oh, damn. what happened is that we're at a um, event at Art Basel um, at Star Island. And um, that's a legend it, in itself, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to G, shout out to GC, shout out to the Bar Digital. He had a nice event, nice event. Our, our brother was there, Kenny Burns. Kenny Burns was there? He was the day before, the day before. Oh, yeah. So, so we at the we at the event, and um, it just so it just so happens that Diddy lives across the street. So leaving, we hit our guy. So our guy, Lou Tucker, <laughs> used to be the president of Bad Boy and. Diddy's childhood friend, and he's a good friend of ours as well. So we hit him like, yo, what's up, man? Like, we trying to stop by Diddy's crib. He's across the street, was popping. So he told Diddy, like, yo, the guys want to meet you because we didn't meet, we haven't met Diddy yet. He's like, yo, the guys want to meet you, man. Like, what's up? He's like, ah, yeah, trying to pull up. So we pulled up to his house. First of all, his house. Immaculate. From what I'm That's different, bro. Different. Different. Yeah. Motivation. Um, so we pulled up. It was some real movie scene. Like it was so it was so crazy, bro. Cause we wasn't planning on this at all. We was so, le- we was leaving. So we pull up to the gate. 
First of all, he had to give us security clearances to actually come in. He has to tell the security guard like on the phone, like, nah, they good, let them in. So let us in and we we walk past the whole the whole estate. Um, and then we go to the water and um he's at the water with Tariq Tariq, who I believe is the, the head of Combs Enterprises, handles a lot of his business operations. Mm-hmm. And it was us and we was just talking for forty five minutes, like it was just me, Troy, Diddy, and, and Tarek, and uh, and Lou Tucker. And Lou. And it was just us. And, Ho- Jose, as you now know. And Jose, shout out to Jose. <laughs> a few other people like in, in the background. But we just we playing music and um, just talking. But the crazy thing about it is like just, just listening to him. And, um, you know, this is some, Diddy's a billionaire, right? Like he's, he's actually a billionaire. And just the way he's tapped in, he's like, yo, like, I need to, I need to learn about web 3.0. I need to like, y'all got, y'all got this. Like we need to collaborate on this. Like we need to do this. Like I need to get better at this. I need to get more infrastructure. I need to do this. Like, like his brain is like racing. Like he's like tapped in like, yo, this is what we got to do. Like what's going on? Like what y'all seeing? Like asking us questions. Like, yo, Mm -hmm. what's your, what's your background? Like what were y'all doing before this? Like getting information from us. Like, and it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, you, you, you would think somebody on that level, it's just like, you know, full of themselves, gonna be talking about themselves, da da da. Like he literally like asking us a bunch of questions, like, what's going on in the space right now? Like, yo, y'all yeah. got it, like I'm paying attention, everything y'all doing, da da da. Like it was just like a real interesting conversation. Like we talked about advertising, we talked about marketing, we talked about investing, we talked about so many different things. Mm-hmm. Over the course of that probably forty five minutes that we was with him, yeah, I, I think one of the, the things that like a couple of things stood out, man. But <laughs> when he was talking and he was just like, "Yo, y'all the outliers, like y'all did it, like y'all really did it." You know what makes y'all great? That made the everyday person really believe they could become millionaires and billionaires, and they doing it. And that's what's so special about y'all. And it was just like I'm listening to this guy. Like we look at him, like I know, shall we been calling like that's Black Caesar to us, like that's Puff. And so the fact that he's acknowledging the things that we've been doing with our community, it was, it was astonishing. But the next thing he was like, like, look, let's do something right now. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, no, let's do something right now. I'm like, yeah, we got the paperwork. He's like, no, 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 you own, you own your platform, right? We're like, yeah, he's like, I own my shit too. Let's do it now. Get your lawyer on the phone. I'm like, yo, this is really happening? <laughs> right now. Speed. Yo, and I'm like, hitting, I'm hitting, I'm hitting Amy up. Like, I'm like, damn, like what? I'm like, yo, she didn't hit me back yet. He's like, all right, all right, well, we, maybe we ain't doing it today then. <laughs> so it's like, then we got into another conversation and this is what was so powerful to me. Re- re- like, really quick for the audience, I have to ask, yeah. Yeah, do you go with your gut and wait for the lawyer to clear it or do you say that's puff, let me just push it through? Nah, nah, she had sent it to his team. It was like a back and forth and it was like gotcha. ping pong. So it was like their turn, but they didn't get it yet. And so she did respond though. So we, we gotcha. got, yeah, that, that got taken care of. But then. He started talking about where he's at in life right now. And that was just like interesting because he sees the game from a different landscape, right? And he's looking at it from up here. And it was, you know, that that quote that 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 Jay has shared about Nipsey about being in places that he can no longer go and him being in places he hasn't been able to get to. And they kind of need each other. And he started looking at us like, yo, y'all the bridge that I need. But there's so many things at this level that he wants to share mm-hmm. that he hasn't been able to because he's seeing things, right? You know, it's like when you get to higher levels, you start seeing more barriers put in place and we can see that, right? Even at our level and when we, you know what I'm saying? 
and he's seen at his level and he's like, yo, but nobody can speak on it because nobody's been able to get to this level. Like we're just getting here. And so the fact that he, you know, he's looking at us like, yo, this could be the way, like this could be the way that we can share this information so that everybody can learn from it as I'm going through it. I mean, he even talked about his, you know, giving back plans. It was just like, yo, this is probably one of the, the illest hours of my life is happening right now. And so, man, shout L- out to Listen, I know it was fire. Shout out to love. You, anybody who followed Troy, like, earn your leisure page to go first, then Rashad, then Troy. Troy put up everything right away. <laughs> I said, oh. That's, that's love. I know what this <laughs> is. That's love. This one of the ones. When Troy gets the posting, but the, but the crazy yeah. thing about it is like, and just a small correction on what Troy said. He said without, like, he didn't say, so what, what happened was I was telling Diddy, well, A, I showed him the video of us paying True. homage to him because we paid homage to him and Nas at, at Madison Square Garden on our intro with the Hate yeah. Me Now. We had the video playing. We came out with the minx. It was all inspired by the Hate Me Now video. So I was showing him the video. I was actually showing him the video, which is crazy within it. So I'm showing him the video and he like, yo, this is dope. It's fire. Mm-hmm. So later on, and I was just telling him, like, we were just talking about inspiration. And I was like, you know, how every, it's like each one teach one. I'm like, you know, like y'all, whole generation of you, Jay, Nas, all that, like y'all inspired us. And now like we inspiring some other people, like, you know what I mean? And then he, and then he stopped me. He stopped me and he said, nah, y'all the tipping point. Tipping point. He said, y'all the yes. tipping point. He said, y'all made it so the average person feel comfortable becoming a millionaire. He was mm-hmm. like, and they not, they don't gotta start cooning, they don't gotta dance, they don't gotta, they don't gotta be rapping, they don't gotta be an athlete. And he was like, y'all popularized for the average person to get money and get fly. And he was like, y'all, the, y'all the tipping point. Who the fly city? And and that, of course, you know that. But that <laughs> was that was something that really stuck with me because it's like he made it a point to stop me, and was like, nah. Let's not even like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's keep it in perspective, mm-hmm. which y'all did really never has never been done before. Like, and y'all really opened up a whole lane for people. And he said it. he said, he said not to coon. He said, you don't got to, they don't got to be cooning. They don't got to be rapping. They could just be just getting money. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, and I thought <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's, that's real. Hey, yo, real. within the next five, like 20 minutes, he said, yo, here's my number. Hit me directly. And in my mind, I'm like, Yo, this is like this is really puff. And so then he invited us to come over to to the uh club loved up the next night, which is absolutely incredible. I mean, his energy at, he's 53. Like I don't want to like he's 53, bro. I watched this man like literally dance around an estate for 4 hours straight. Mm-hmm. Like, his energy people who love Yo, at one point he was like, "Yo, if you're not going to dance, I'm going to have security remove you." Straight up like that. We're not here for that. This ain't this. They don't don't come here if you came to sit down. Um, but even like even in that space, like in that room, and I posted the picture with Will Packer, and we had a conversation that just like every That's now smart. and then you hit these moments, um, and it's just like wow. Like as we're doing this, and we're we're constantly going, constantly going. We never really get to sit and reflect. And when I walked over to Will Packer, and I was introducing myself, and I was saying, yeah, you know, Terrence, good friend of ours, he's been trying to introduce us for a while. He said, yeah, yeah, earn your leisure. He yeah. said, Tyler's been talking about you guys too. And I was like, Tyler Perry, <laughs> by the way, like, Tyler Perry. What? Dude, like, key lesson I mean, Tyler. do the work. Crazy. Be honorable. Be really consistent. Speak on what you want. Speak on what you want. That, that's what he said. Yo. 
He said, listen, I want y'all to tell me your wildest dreams so I could blow it out the water to see you. There's nothing y'all can't do. Yeah. Just tell me your wildest dreams. Like, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to show you how I'm going to make it happen for y'all. Shout out mm -hmm. to Diddy, man. Shout out to Love. Doing, then he invited us to his house the next day, Club Love. And we went there and we and we we had a party there. Every shout out to Noriega. Yeah, he pulled up on us. It was with 19 keys. He was like, yo, I'm tapped in, man. I respect y'all. Like he posted us on his page today. Like he like, I respect y'all. Like I'm tapped in. He's like keys on the on the high level. On y'all on the finance side. Like I'm really respect what y'all doing. I respect it a lot. So, you know, it's dope, man, to get that. You know, Nori another one. I grew up on the war report, stuff like that. You know, big fan of Drink Champ. So to get the, the recognition from your peers mm -hmm. in the space, from people that, you know, have become your peers, mm -hmm. it's, um, it's, it's encouraging. So shout out to, to Diddy. Shout out to the whole team, too. And this is the, the last thing I'm going to say about the revolt thing. A lot of people have, have judgments about people that they never actually even met. And they have judgments about situations that they have no knowledge of. And like I said, I can't speak on everybody's dealings with other people. Some people have good experiences with people. Some people have bad experiences with people. That's life. Somebody might have a bad experience with me. And they might tell somebody like, yo, I hate him. And then somebody else, I might be the best person in the world. And mm -hmm. both of those people might be true. Both of them might, both of them might be telling the truth. Right. But it's like, I can only judge somebody on, on my experiences with them. So my experiences with the whole Combs enterprises situation has been nothing but good from mm -hmm. his head of security, Fahim to yeah. Dion to Dottavio at Revolt to all of them like they all black people they all young his whole staff they can, all can we say like Re revolt a new bet let's keep it real yeah probably so, better i mean I, I just feel like you know from from what i've seen it's been good business it's been a bunch of black people that's working with other black people that's been helpful that's been beneficial um and i have i haven't seen anything like it else i haven't seen the infrastructure that they have the resources that they have and just the all black infrastructure like as far as the people i have not seen anything else like it i just haven't so you know like i said we we, we criticize things that we don't necessarily have full information on um and i just think that it's better to be informed before you before you speak Mm -hmm. Because it's like sometimes you, you're saying things and you're not fully informed on what you're saying and you're going off of what somebody else is telling you, but they might be misinformed. Mm -hmm. And even before they got the new slate of shows, uh, I was talking to Chad, shout out Chad. Appreciate you, brother. When he told me what Puff structure was like a revolt on like the deal side, I was <laughs> like, what? I'm not going to say the number, but I'll say what? He said, imagine if he gets 15 more hit shows. That number yeah. was. <laughs> he, he talked to us about some percentages on some other deals too, man. Shout, shout out to him. New music mm -hmm. on the way. Hey. <laughs> shout out to Diddy, man. Shout out to Diddy. Music man. sound incredible too. It sound incredible. Yeah. Speak good. on what you um, want. One of my number one things going to holidays, and I'll wrap here. Um, Number one, always ask God for what you want. And number two, my favorite prayer in holidays is for those who are not for me, us, my friends, family, inner circle, please clear out who is not meant to be there. You'll be surprised when you ask God to clear out those who are not meant to be there and to give you what you want, how fast 
that arrives. You don't know who's going to advocate. Even for Peter, like, to wheel me around and take take me to every station. Like, I did FinTech TV. Like, he made them do an interview. I've seen Steve grab you all in the same way. Sure love's going to do the same thing. Um, I think every person on earth is going to get maybe two or three angels to help guide them. I will say this is a person who has made this mistake too. When God reveals who should be in and who should be out, you can't ask for the prayer to be answered, then you don't listen. Because a lot of times the biggest thing that will hold you back is not having the right people in your inner circle. So be mindful of that, but ask for what you want and you will receive. That's why I always tell you, I know people think that I'm ranting about this, but when I walked in that boardroom and met her, they didn't think it was a rant. They said you figured everything out a consultant would without us hiring KPMG. Speak on what you want. No way out three next year, whatever other deal y'all got going. We just gonna put no way out three on top of it to celebrate. <laughs> but you, and then you also, I think like, you know, manifestation is real. Yep. Power of the mind is real. Whatever you think is real. And it's like- Both good and bad too. So be careful. Yeah, not, yeah, for sure. And it's like, even for me, like sometimes I just look back, like it's just ill. Like just for me, you know, growing up, listening to rap music, watching Jay-Z, watching Big, watching all of these guys and having no connection with any of them, having no like pipeline to have relationships with anybody, right? Working mm -hmm. as a financial advisor, going on Instagram, in classrooms, starting a, a podcast. And then it's like, when you fast forward and it's like, you know, I really, I really had debates with Dame Dash styling on him. Like, yo, look at my sneakers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was really at Diddy's house taking shots at Deli on with Diddy. Like I really Your played was fire golf. too, by the way. I appreciate that. I really, <laughs> I really played golf with Steve Harvey. Like sometimes it's just like, you really got Robert Smith's number. Don't you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm this, saying? Is, this, this, is, this <laughs> is things that it's like, I'm just saying that not even like on some braggadocious, but it's just like real. Like anybody that's watching it, like this is how we just regular people, me, Troy, everybody, Ian, we just regular mm -hmm. people just like that. So it's like, imagine you just a regular person, you just watching people on television and then you really are friends. Like Dame like really call me FaceTime. Did he mm -hmm. text me the next morning like, yo, come over. This is the party that we having. Like, it's like you waking up in a whole different world. Like something like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like an alter reality that she's having. Real to us. Real. <laughs> but, but ultimately, I always felt like that was going to happen. Like I always felt in my, mm -hmm. in my heart of hearts. I'm like, I'm not a regular person. I'm going to be a special person. So it's like, yeah. if you are believe in it. You got to believe it. You got to really, really believe it. And you can't let other people discourage you because it's like people will put their insecurities on you. Oh, it happens all the time. And then you start to believe it. And then that lowers your self-esteem that lowers, that lowers your expectations, that lowers your, your frequency. And now you just start operating on the, on where you're at. And it's mm -hmm. like, never operate where you're at, operate where you're going. Even if you don't actually know where you're going yet, it you tracks. still got to have that Fact. that level of Vision. belief. Like you got to believe in yourself. Like you got to always believe in yourself when nobody else believes in you because that is extremely, extremely important. And it's like our, mm -hmm. our story is, is, is like a testament to that. Like, you know I mean, a testament to that. It's like, if we, if this happened, if this is happening to us, it happened to anybody. Yep. How many hours a day? 
Do you work? And how many days a week? I got to put that in. Every day. Every, every day, day man. Every hour. Every, <laughs> every hour. There's no days off. Every day, every hour, man. I, I was just well, saying. Well, my, when I was gotta... the last time y'all took a day off? Troy, you, when we was in the hospital? First Invest Fest? No, I didn't. There was no. I was still texting. I, I wasn't on the phone, but I was still texting. I mean, there's no. Every day is something, man. So, yes. I mean, we. I, I'm honored that I have something every day that, that I have to. A task I have to take on. I mean, some mm -hmm. people who wish to have that, right? It's it's very honorable. Like I'm honored by it. Like I, I got a DM after the Bloomberg thing. It was dope. It was like um, one of my my former students, their mother, DM'd me like, "Yo, they were like the gym teachers on Bloomberg." <laughs> and I, it just hit me like, from their perspective, that's what I was, right? They never could see where I was gonna go with it. But like I'm like, yeah, he was on Bloomberg. He also was on MSG, and now you know he's having Deli on with with Puff. Only thing next is, is is Jay. So and it's only it's it's, it's not as it's, there's no limit to it. Sky really ain't the limit, and like you really just have to walk in your path. Like that's the illest thing, right? When people walk yep. up to us, and you know they want to take a picture or something like that, it's just like they're always humbled. Be like, yo, you guys are really real people. Like y'all so down to earth. And I'm like, what else would we be? Like we are real people, and we mm -hmm. come from humble beginners like we are the everyday person like I, like literally their gym teacher is on Bloomberg like those kids like that's what it is to them so it's, it's ill like like you said and now you financially get them in shape talk that talk don't let nobody build a little and the yeah. other the other major key in this is always understand that it's always through the grace of God because at the end of the day no matter what your religion is I feel like you got to believe in somebody that's higher than yourself because that's going to keep you humble if you feel like you're the highest person and nobody's higher than you, then it, it, you, your, hum, your humility starts to become out of whack. And that's when you start to lose yourself. And yep. I feel like for us, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's easy to stay grounded when you understand that anything can, can happen over the course of, uh, of a day. Like, your life can change in any direction. So it's extremely important to understand that, you know, at the end of the day, like, we just do our best. But ultimately, you know, God is in control. So it's important to understand that. And like I said, whatever your relationship is, I think you gotta have you gotta have a relationship to understand that, you know, there's 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 something greater than you. And that'll keep you humble because if not, then it's extremely easy to lose humility. And once you lose humility, then that's when everything starts to fall apart. Yep. It's very easy to do that. It's like a like like even Timberland was telling us it's like a lotus, like the lotus flower room. Like you you start you you get into the room, you get into these rooms and everybody's partying, everybody drinking, and then it's like before you know it, you a week is gone, two weeks is gone, you spending money. Sure. You, got, you got a lot of different, you know, mm -hmm. women and stuff like that. And then it's like you just wake up six months later and it's like what happened? You lost your money, you lost mm -hmm. your family. And it's like you didn't you didn't even really realize it because it felt like sixty seconds, sixty mm -hmm. days felt like sixty seconds. So it's very important. It's like when you, when you're on your your ladder of success, and you're climbing and you're climbing your pathway to success, stay grounded. Even when you're at the the highest level, make sure you have a connection to the ground level. Mm -hmm. Never forget the the people. Never forget the struggle of the average person, and keep your humility at all times because once you lose that you're going to lose yourself yep love god, god it's good let me get love. some love resources real quick love <laughs> um the, the bond book is something that you guys need to read 
Um, the Economist is something that you need to read. The most important thing, culture code, and you want to see a lot of these principles in the companies that you invest in. And since 2023, the recession will be here and will be announced. The greatest trade ever. Jeffrey Green, Michael Burry, John Paulson breaks down greatest trades of 2007 and eight. So you then can turn around and make that in 2023 or 2024. And that's what I want to help JP Morgan, Citadel, Trade Moss, Piper, Morgan Stanley do. It's going to happen. And I'm telling y'all, look how crazy it is to, like I said, to put a plan together and all these things happen at one time. Got some bad news earlier today. Shout out Brand turned around. Hey, fund manager, I want to introduce you to. They got 180 billion sitting. I'll make the connection for you. I don't even know the person who runs the fund. Everyone put in chat, what are the five things that you want to happen for your 2023? Write that shit down and write the big idea that you really want as if God will give it to you. Cause I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you this, it sucks to write a little goal and hit the little goal and be like, damn, I should have wished for more. That's disappointing. Like, damn, I, only, I was only shooting for 20 grand. Some of you hit 20 grand in a day. There's some people in Red Panda that have knocked off 600, 300, 200 in a day. I'm like, damn, I feel broke with the 600. Yeah, you know, That's what, what, I want to say something quickly about that if I can interject. That's the right. common theme that, so we've connected with a few billionaires. Um, Diddy is a billionaire. Forbes, they just listen to him as a billionaire, but whatever. Uh, Tyler Perry's a billionaire, and Robert Smith is a billionaire, obviously. So it's done, yeah. There's three, there's three different common denominators with the situation. Steve Harvey told us that Robert Smith told him to always think bigger. That was the biggest takeaway that Steve Harvey got from Robert Smith. When we met Tyler Perry, he was asking us about uh, InvestFest, what the vision was. I'm like, you know, we wanted to be as big as Essence Fest. And he said, that's it? That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's all you're thinking about? Mm-hmm. You got to think bigger than that, bro. Diddy, he was at his house taking shots. And Lou Tucker, he said to billions. And Diddy stopped and he said, Not enough. That's not big enough. That's not big enough. You got to think bigger than that. And I wasn't even there. Yep. I ain't going to lie. I asked for Meta for 700. I looked at Christy, looked at Ty. I was like, I fucked up. I should have asked for more. Mm. I'm like, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. Yeah. Mantra. That should be a daily mantra every day. Think bigger. I had that on today. That's yeah, crazy. yeah, think bigger. <laughs> everything that you're thinking, think 10 times big. And Rick Ross told us that as well. How can I 10x? He said, everything y'all doing, y'all got to sit down and have a mastermind meeting. Yo, how can I 10x this? Think bigger. Like, whatever you're thinking is the biggest that you can do. Think about how you can do that 10 times bigger. Listen, 2023 will be a full display of bigger. Like, I know watching this in 2022, it was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, yo, they said they're the biggest. They really showed that they're the biggest. 2023, the calls we've had in the past two weeks about 2023, y'all went for a treat. But um, really quickly, I just wanted to touch on on Timberland because we did sit down with him. Um, one of the things w- that I was really impressed by um, Tim was his ability to realize what he didn't know. Mm. Like this dude was so humble and knowing that he did not know and was seeking information. He started yeah. getting into rooms and started feeling uncomfortable about not knowing what was going on. And took it upon himself to figure out the information, to find the information, and said, like, yeah, I've been following you guys. I've been getting information for y'all. 
even in the versus situation, and, and y'all hear when, when the interview drops, but even in that versus situation, looking at that, which we, we were viewing it as like, yo, this is something that's highlighting two artists or two groups and, you know, really helping their catalogs, but looking at it as a startup and changing mm -hmm. the mindset of it. And so super encouraging. Shout out to Tim. Um, shout out to Push. Shout out to Ally. And while we're talking about Ally, I want to let you know about a great hey. choice if you're looking to bank or invest. Mm -hmm. Ally is looking at a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and our will focus on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Get with Ally so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we're all better off with an Ally. Shout out to them. Um, and yeah, again, shout out to Tim, man. Great dude. Shout out to Turbo. There's a bunch of people yeah. we ran into. Tim, in all your call too. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was it was it was incredible. It was incredible. A bunch of conversations, even not even just like the celebrity piece that we we ran into, but just the everyday people that were pulling up on us and telling us about their stories. And every time that you know, my, my man, I forget his name, but every he's like, every time y'all come to Miami, my business has grown three mm -hmm. times. Every time y'all come, my business is growing, and it's gonna grow to the point where y'all gonna have to sit down with me. I'm like, yo, bro, I promise. Once you're ready, and people say like, yo, he's ready. Yeah, the seat is waiting. The, the seat is waiting. It's, it's waiting for you to come take it. So shout out to everybody in the 305. Um, yeah, we got and we got some, uh, listen. Some, some, some special some special things happening that we'll talk about uh, <laughs> probably next week. <laughs> the week's not I know done yet. I know y'all don't do diner food, but when I after MSG, we went to the diner we, and I ran into, um, I ain't gonna say his name, but February, the thing. He was like, yo, man, good <laughs> to see you. I said, Word. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a good luck. I didn't know who he was. Hey, yeah. how you doing, man? It's an honor. Yeah, he told me, he told me he's out there. Say, Speak to name. everybody you see on earth. I know. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, hey, bro, how you doing? Uh, you see the show? Man, I love the show. Da, da, da. You start child. I'm like, he said, yeah, man, you know, I'll talk to you over shot. We're going to do it. I said, we are? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can I announce it now? <laughs> Let me get on Facebook. Same thing hey, you wait. said. Hey, hey, hold up, hold up. But you can come to the crib when, when you go. Yeah, that, that's just that's just February. Hold we, up, wait a minute. This, this some January. Hold things. up, wait a minute. Man. Listen, man. World domination hey. is the only is the only Sequoia, stop, call me. Uh whoever now. president 2024, call me. Now TD Ameritrade, call me. Apple, let's get this done. Balenciaga is officially canceled. I saw somebody on a plane with a Balenciaga shirt and hat. They they looking crazy. <laughs> Balenciaga, you're done. You're done. Is Kanye done for still supporting him? And, and that's a deeper. See if me and Kanye, Kanye we go crazy right now. Is he for supporting Balenciaga? I don't think he's supporting Balenciaga. Nah, nah. He he's not. He had a he had a pop up <laughs> shop in Miami when we was out there. And they crossed out. They had all the Balenciaga merch. They crossed out all Balenciaga. They had Yay twenty four, and then they 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 were selling it for twenty dollars. Twenty cash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. You want to put it on? I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have yeah. one on Alex Jones and said that shit. Oh boy, I ain't even know Ian. I ain't know Ian to the pride of twenty twenty. Speaking of, uh, of entrepreneurs and people that do legendary <laughs> things, shout out to Kai. Shout out to Kai and, and the whole team of Kai Kicks. Um, we pulled up on on their pop up store and got they, they were gracious enough to hand us some merch. Shout out to them brothers, man. They getting sued yeah. by um. They I get yeah they getting sued by Nike, Nike right now. Yeah, some some infringement lawsuit. But shout out to them dudes, man. Um, hold your head. They got a great story, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to highlight them very shortly. But yeah, shout out yeah. to them. Hold your head. We with y'all.
Shout out Mike Amir. Shout out to my people in the Tilden houses. New York, I see this. Yeah, yeah. The Tilden houses. <laughs> what you know about that? I, when I'll say, I, listen, I'd be like, yo, I'm out there, and don't nobody ever be like, nah, he lying. Nah, 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 nah. East Orange, West, West Orange, Tilden. Oh, I thought, I thought you were talking about the Bronx. I'm no, like, nah, I got I am. I it's only one Tilden. Shout, shout out to the people on, on 216th. Love is love, y'all. <laughs> I won't do no more at 2 a.m., bro. They like, bro, we came in. <laughs> it's Call of Duty at 2 a.m. You better go come teach early. <laughs> shout out to Barnes Avenue. Shout yeah. out to all of the... Yes. Uh, before we wrap, big episode tomorrow. Irv Gotti. Yes. Legendary in the game. Sold his catalog for $100 million. That's a lot of money, ladies and gentlemen. Um, shared the game on that, talked about tales, talked about, you know, producing movies, all kinds of stuff. So that's a lot of, a lot of game in that. And shout out to Chris Gotti, his brother, who's my brother also. That's my guy, man. Love, love, love Chris. Chris is a good guy. Um, and then Revolt season finale tonight as over liabilities. Shout out to Derek. Shout out to Pinky Cole. Um, dynamic duo that's killing the game right now. And once again, Howard University. Hey. will be in the building Saturday. It's not just for college students. It's for anybody. It's open to the public, but it, it will be at Howard. And how we did that, so we booking a venue because um, we do these real estate events every couple of months. And um, we booking a venue. And, you know, Matt was looking at, Ashley and Matt, they were looking at, like, the um, marquee, like, the Marriott and all this, charging us a whole bunch of money. And I'm like, look, why don't we... We in we in DC. Like, why don't we do it at like a church or a community center? And then I'm like, even why don't we do it at Howard? So mm -hmm. call my guy Chris Lat. Shout out to Chris Lat. Connected Chris the dots. I'm like, why why would we why would we pay Marriott an arm and a leg? If I'm gonna pay anybody, we'd rather pay support HBCUs. We'd rather mm -hmm. pay Howard. So and it's a legendary situation. Now that doing it at the Marriott doesn't mean anything. Shout out to Marriott. No, no disrespect. But I'm just saying it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything for the culture. Like doing something at Howard University actually means something. It's it's pretty profound. So we're gonna end the year with a free event at Howard University. Um real estate expo, all day, education, surprises, you know how we do. Um, mm -hmm. but you must RSVP. Very important. Go to the our website, click the link, RSVP, get there early, have your mm -hmm. notepad out. Be ready to network. Love is love. Yeah, I like Mar uh, I like Marriott at ninety one dollars and sixty eight cent too. I know this is an investment show, so y'all shout outs be forever. We got to shout yeah, out. Yeah, 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 on yeah, ads. Ninety one sixty eight Marriott. <laughs> there you have it. Long term yeah, home. We, real, real quick before we go, um, we we there's a few birthdays. Obviously, Sean Carter, the greatest of all times, birthday was yesterday. But I want to send my prayers and thoughts and condolences out to us, us. I know we mentioned him. He was at uh, Market Mondays live at MSG. His father passed away. So condolences yeah. out to the Sussman family. Um, and um, yeah, man, every everybody stay that- Stay strong. Yeah, stay strong. A lot, a lot of people have lost people over the holidays. So, you know, we just want to, you know, sp spread our love and share our thoughts and prayers and condolences out to anybody that's lost one. And always encourage people around this time of the year, you know, it's one of them times when depression sets in, man. So reach out. Call your people, reach out to your people, text your people, just check in on everybody, yeah. make sure everybody's good, um, and spread love. It's, 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 it's the it's the EYL way, 
and it's the American way, it's the, the world way. So shout out to everybody that's doing that and continue to do that. And we gonna do our part, so y'all do y'all's. Ally, yeah. Ally, we had an activation with Ally at Art Basel. There was a lot of financial activations at Art Basel. Meta had an activation. Shout out to the I good think, people over at Meta. I think Board Ape Yacht Club might have had an activation. Yeah. A lot of people had activations. I guarantee you nobody had a blind four blocks long. Only we did. Ally. Or TD Ameritrade. Keep that in consideration. <laughs> or Vanguard. <laughs> no, nobody Yo. has had a four block line in or Art Or T. Rowe Price. <laughs> not, not one company. Not or one Apple. Financial company. No, nope. Microsoft. Or Microsoft. Or anybody. Name them. You name them. You Houston. Name them. Shout out to the trap. 97 out in the box tomorrow. The street.com interview with Peter and Ross Mack on Wednesday. And I'll be back on the chain Wednesday. Uh, Ross Mack. Shout out to That's Ross. My guy. Guy. <laughs> That's my guy. Ross Solid. A Ally. I love y'all. Come on. Vanguard. What are we doing? I know I done sent y'all at least two billion. And I ain't got a check yet or a pen. And you cannot receive inducements for ETFs or indexes or futures in Ninja Trader. Um, but whatever we lost, I'm going to make sure we make it back in 2023. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> love, 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 love. Peace. Love, Peace. love, 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 love. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.